0: I I go on dude and it's just like as soon as I pull it up it's like one set of friends talking, yeah talking crap about you know mask wearers against mask wearers and then BLM versus BLM Blue Lives Matter it's just like it's just nothing but constant every other post is you know fuck these guys you know and then the next one is no fuck those guys and the next one you know and I'm not immune to it I, I stayed away from it for a while like I try not to get into the heavy political discussions just because there's no point to it people are entrenched you're not going to change anybody's mind they're just going to come back at you with the same opposite BS that you're giving them so it's not even worth it but if I see a good Trump meme I gotta, piece it. I gotta post it uh. <laughs> no, I just have to but I didn't post anything political for about 6 months just because I was sick of the whole rigmarole
1: So, so basically, the USA is being forced into the position where our social culture, globally, digitally, and nationally, digitally, is being regulated by a dude, Zuckerberg, who fucking stole the fucking idea (laughs) from his Harvard fucking rich Harvard classmates. And, like, from the get, when I heard all this, I was like, fuck it. I'm not there's no good will come of this. Like I'm not playing the game. And like my neighbors, like have argued with me about like, you know, just fucking stop being a weirdo and get on there because there's people that, you know, you should be talking to. And I'm like, not that way. Like there can be an open source legit, but the reason that why they would rather have a fucking Zuckerberg who's willing to buy Hawaiian islands from Hawaiians is because it's easier to fucking funnel the fucking power to the few.
0: When, well, it's socially entrenched, man. Like, it's it's a thing, you know. And so, you get that, uh, that FOMO, fear of missing out, you know. That's what a lot of it is.
1: What I'm saying is, if there was a legitimate... Like, how Bitcoin exists as a financial idea because Bitcoin said, hey, world, there's this new fucking digital thing that everyone's using, including banks, and we've created a system to exchange ones and zeros mm-hmm. that is equally as secure as the ones that the yeah. banks use and you can watch it work you yeah. can li- there's no secret there's, there's no, no secrets mm-hmm. at all this is an uncorruptible program because you can watch it happen and Dude, that I've, I've that's got, like- that should be our social media as protected by our federal government. But instead, our federal government protects fucking Zuckerberg, who's willing to let fucking Russians well, invest in our fucking
0: elections. government overreach, though, man. I don't think they should be doing anything. Overreach is empowerment? Fuck you, Republican. It should be... Uh... You could. It should be a free speech platform, not a regulated platform. That's what it's. How's that out overreach? As, and that's what it was, because the government doesn't need to regulate everything. Yeah, they re- need to regulate environmental like, shit. And I'm banks not talking and shit about like that, regulation.
1: You're bringing up a fucking straw man.
0: You said they need to regulate it. No,
1: I didn't say. I don't think I said. Excuse me. I don't think I said regulate. What I'm saying is, is they need to empower it, like, like the. regulation probably is a fucking whole headache that happens after my point but like for to your point like yes the government regulates the roads because the government created the roads yeah now, I'm against toll roads. All the roads should be free for all people. Yeah. And if the government wanted to regulate the roads that they were maintaining for all people, that would be an example of empowerment. If the government created a legitimate open source social media environment where it was like, this is the generic where people can talk to each other
0: for free, <laughs> it was my space. you know, for free,
1: no, <laughs> no commercial. Uh, like, okay, so here's my point. The federal government, as argued by Republicans like my daddy and the shit you're talking right now, needs to be hands off of commerce okay okay fine well you but, can't even
0: say that about but, republicans but, anymore because but go- we're not dealing with the same republicans okay. as your dad's okay, fine. republican okay
1: fine but the government can create level playing fields for all citizens so and at this point digitally for all humans and that's what it should be doing it should not be picking sides it should be creating a playing field for all and if people want to make it better they can make it Zuckerberg wants to improve on the government cheddar he can but he can't fucking trump the fucking government cheddar then it's a fucking oligarchy
0: that's capitalism in a nutshell though bro you know it's uh if they should be regulated they should be regulated in monopoly wise because Facebook buys up everything they, they buy up Instagram they buy up all so they buy up all their competitors and so it may be a different friggin name on the thing but it's still Facebook when it really comes down to it that's where I think they should be regular I don't think there should be uh, billionaires man like it's just it when when the poverty line is so divided Like, you can't tell me that somebody needs billions and billions of dollars when some people can't fucking eat, dude, you know? And we still get taxed out the ass, and they're talking about raising taxes because of COVID. California's uh, talking about raising their tax to 13%, which would be between the federal and the state income tax, 50% of what you make. How is that? That's why everybody's fleeing California right now, dude. All the J- Rogan's moving to Texas. He's already started his new studio out there. Like all the podcasting guys are talking about moving out of California. I've
1: lived in the state of California. It is the most gorgeous temperate climate in the United States of America that I've ever lived in. It is specifically Los Angeles. Is what it, I, I can't say that it's not true. California in my experience, is the perfect example of what happens when white people get everything that they want.
0: <laughs> I don't get how we pay so much taxes and everything's still all oh, the roads are shit. The fucking schools are shit. You know, it's like, oh, well. You know, it all goes back to the military. Cause I, got so money on military I got to... news
1: for you, good old Oregon boy, and thank you so much for having me in your incredible state <laughs> that I love so much. <laughs> I, I mean, if I had to pick sides, I, I, I'd, I'd say uh, Oregon over California.
0: Um, but well, all the Californians keep moving here, so that—that's that, the <laughs> point I was
1: getting to. Oregon is becoming California bro because
0: Well now it is, yeah.
1: The climate change, the the every everything temperately heaven about California is becoming southern Oregon and um
0: well, I was thinking more along the lines of overpopulated the fucking income gap is stretching even farther because all these Californians' money are moving up here and pushing up the fucking rents and pushing up John, the cost of everything. When,
1: when I first fled out here from the East Coast in 2014 because they legalized weed in Colorado, and and I kept coming, you know, I, I didn't turn around and go back after mm-hmm. I went to a legal weed store. I kept coming west. I drove up Northern California I-5 to get to Oregon, and um, so this was like. August 2014, and there was a fire that they were fighting, and it was like witnessing hell on earth. I have never, the scale of the fires that are going on down there are epic to a proportion that you just can't even imagine. It's getting
0: worse, too. The
1: helicopters flying into it to drop like water that they picked up from the ocean or whatever were like, were like as big as gnats, and the fucking the smoke and the flames and everything were like uh, across the whole goddamn horizon. Mm. Like that's not. And someday if shit, if we don't learn how to take care of the earth, then that shit, you know, in a hundred years or 200 years, when the global warming is so bad that everything dries up, up here, all these forests will get lit. And I live to protect these forests, dude. (laughs) I live to protect these forests.
0: Well, dude, I mean, just look at the, The fires have gotten so bad in the past few years. I mean, look, Malibu burned down and all that shit. The past couple of years, that's why Rogan's it's getting so around. bad that, that the conspiracy get- theorists are actually saying that it's fucking orbital lasers that, that they're rog- getting so bad. That, that
1: Rogan's building a fucking underground on it academy <laughs> right. bunker in fucking Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's fucking horrible, man. It just keeps getting worse and worse, and people to. To talk to people that still don't think it's actually even a thing, it's just like are you fucking kidding me? Can you not see with your own eyes when massive chunks are breaking off of the friggin' ice pack? And
1: Dude, I went to Mount Tabor yesterday for a walk and it's like not, you know, it's like a 15 minute walk from here to there. Yeah. And, I, you know, you look around Portland and some of the vertical uh, housing developments on, on the sides of cliffs and shit, and it's like, you know, like San Francisco, it's like yeah, this is precarious. Yeah, Like, uh, this house that we're sitting in right now talking in, I think is far enough away from Mount Tabor that, like, it won't get buried if the fucking nine-pointer fucking comes. Yeah. But um, but it might get buried. There's a lot of fucking soil on Mount Tabor.
0: It is a inactive volcano.
1: Well, I- I'm speaking of, um, there's this dude who made a website that predicts, like, what would happen in the first two hours after the nine pointer? What would happen in the next twenty four hours? What happened the next
0: two weeks? Are you in talking Portland? about the Cascade? Fucking yeah, yeah, big cascade and, and he did it quest. specifically
1: about Portland, mm-hmm. and um, he talks about how if a nine pointer hits, that the Earth will liquefy. That if it's not flat, it'll mm-hmm. run down. Yeah, to from the off the bedrock.
0: Yep. What? What if? What happens if uh, the caldera at uh, Yellowstone goes? We're all toast if that happens.
1: Yeah, I heard that recently, and I, I can't even comprehend what that means.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the size of, of Yellowstone, so...
1: So it'll destroy North America? I don't get it.
0: Pretty much. I mean, the fallout would, you know. Like, they're talking about, you know, of course Wyoming's toast. Uh, you know... I, I can't remember that. So Mount St. Helens that. fucking erupted. Mm-hmm. And it
1: didn't touch Portland except for ash, right? Yeah, just ash. I mean, so how would Yellowstone fuck me here?
0: Because Yellowstone is a giant caldera, miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles wide. It's a super, what they call a super volcano. So the amount of debris that would be ejected if it actually went up is just astronomical, dude.
1: Like, it would splash into other states?
0: Yes. And it would put us into a mini ice age. Because uh, it would drop the global temperature by so much because of all the particles in the air. It's like what happened when Krakatoa went, dude. But worse than Krakatoa. John, if we weren't in an oligarchy and
1: Trump wasn't fucking caring about his global brand, we'd have fucking scientists figuring out how to offset that shit.
0: Well, I mean, that's what it it does every day, really. Uh that's why all the geysers are there, you know, but there's a huge magma chamber underneath it, so, you know, it's going to get to a breaking point at some point, I would imagine, you know, it can't keep filling with liquid hot magma and, <laughs> and not expect something to happen, dude. Basically what it all comes down to is, I don't know what's going to get us, but something's going to get us eventually, especially with the way things are now. It's not a civil war or a super volcano or a I don't know. A plague. A pandemic. A real one. Not this bullshit. Cause I'm afraid that's what I feel about it. It's total fucking bullshit. It's just we're just at such so at a point where nobody knows what the fuck is going on and what to do about it. It gets super annoying. I get it. I don't want people to die. Da-da-da-da-da. But people people, die every day. People die.
1: We've been killing people for fucking
0: decades with our military. People die every day. I am in full belief that it it is a manufactured disease. Totally. And I'm not... Too sure it wasn't the Chinese that released it... You know. On purpose. Because we're such a global society now that... You could release it in your own country, and it—I mean, it's obviously it spreads like wildfire because we're such a global economy and global society. If I had,
1: if I had to put it a hundred bucks down in Vegas on exactly what happened, my guess would be that China was so sick of having to deal with the inane, childish, egocentric narcissism of Trump.
0: You talk shit all the time. That they
1: said, you know what? Yeah. Now or never. We want to find out what it's like if we have to um, we, we want to look at the financial statistics, the social statistics mm-hmm. of shutting down the USA economy. Yep. We're going to shut down the USA economy, see what happens and see how much it costs mm-hmm. because the books are cooked on every yeah. every nation. Yeah. All the books are cooked. And so I have great respect for China because the scale of humanity that they are attempting to govern i can't comprehend
0: well they are an oligarchy too though <laughs> i i'm not I, look
1: how many fucking nations on earth can you say aren't
0: Fuck, i used to believe we could say we weren't <laughs> but trump kind of wants it to be that way he wants to be fucking king but no, I mean it's it's exactly what it is. It's you can see what what's gonna happen when you shut down the economy. When you we're already pitted against each other already, and now you throw another thing on top of that, you know. They're trying to get us to break, I think, and then they can see how it goes, and then they can invade if they want to. If we're so weakened because we're uh, fighting each other all the time, let's say, just spitballing. This might never happen or whatever, but let's say something goes down where there's a ton of infighting, you know, the military is against cops or whatever, you know, this whole thing blows up our face. against
1: the cops. The cops wish they were military.
0: I'm just saying. So or Whatever. Or they go after the citizens or whatever. And it's citizens <coughs> against, you know, a well-regulated militia, whatever. If shit goes crazy in the streets and Did we're in say- a... I, I'm stoned,
1: dude. dude. I, I want to make sure I said it right. Sorry to interrupt, but the cops wish that they were military. I know that, that I didn't say it the opposite. I, I,
0: I had a buddy when I was growing up. Funny little callback to the last podcast Pop Can couldn't get hired as a cop, so he went to the military and he's been a military man. He went full, bro. <laughs> and he's so glad, career he, guy. And
1: he's so glad he didn't become
0: a cop. Oh, he's a badass, bro. He, fucking, he was a medic. And he ran the M134 out the side of the Blackhawk, and
1: I just want to say, PC, PC police, like I have great respect for all members of any service order, fucking priests, nuns, cops, no, no, military. I, I ain't got no respect for, for the individual humans. They come from a place of pureness, like they're trying to give their life to something greater than themselves in the world they're trying
0: oh you're painting everybody with too much of a broad brush dude
1: so yeah
0: well you're not going to tell me that you don't think there's nuns and priests and whatever that were some way forced to do it or hate the fact that they are look at all the fucking pedos dude i'm not arguing with they you know they wanna, got a free go I'm if not, they become a priest you I, go I, fuck i little think boys. both
1: things are true your point and my, my point so all I want to say but is... But you can't
0: paint everything with a broad brush. Just like you can't say every cop is bad, even though I'm not a fan of cops. But right, there's a whole lot of friggin' cops yeah. killing people left and so, right a lot lately. So, so, so that's...
1: So, okay. So that's what I was getting at, is that the police officers are put in an impossible position Yeah, because they're asked to do too much in a society that's doing too little. And they're
0: little. not well enough trained.
1: Well, that's part of the solution. And the military as well is being created, is being trained to be terrorists. Well
0: that's why we had such a problem in Afghanistan and Iraq is that the military's not trained to be police and that's what happened when we went over there. We became a occupying police force and so they had to change their tactics and learn all these You know,
1: speaking of tactics, 92 to 95 is when I was in ROTC Mm -hmm. and I was watching like at drill meets where we were like, we'd go up to Cornell, for example, and twirl our rifles against the Air Force Academy. And and there were vets from George H.W. Bush's Persian Gulf Gulf War that had VHS video cassettes that they were showing of the shit that they blew up Mm -hmm. and they made it clear That they're training then, and this is again, 92 to 95. So this was probably like the exact moment that I'm talking about right now. It's probably like 93, 94. It was 94 if I had to guess. And they said, we are training right now for close quarters, urban conflict, likely in the Middle East. That is what will happen next. So they knew that then, and they had already done it then, and we're still doing it now.
0: Well, that, there's a difference between actually the tactics to be in a urban environment and what you have to do to be an actual police force. There's a big difference, you know. You can train in the actual uh, tactics of fighting that fight, but when it comes to just policing and being just a police force, there's a huge difference, and we didn't have that covered, and that's why. We had a lot of issues. Not only
1: that, but you can't cover it if you're from somewhere else. That's apartheid. That's fascism.
0: Yeah, you you have to, uh, because I'm a firm believer in community policing. You need to have cops that are from that neighborhood, in that neighborhood, know the people.
1: Anything else is empire.
0: Yeah. But you can't can't police every place the same, obviously, because of religious beliefs. That's an empire. Because of, yeah, I know, bro. We're the biggest empire ever. Well, we wanna fucking Well I mean we if you look at if you look at the fucking that we're a democratic if look, Republic.
1: If you look at the judicial system that fucking backs the fucking cops, it's all Roman.
0: We're all it's all crooked, bro. We're not saying nothing that we don't already know here. That's the that's the issues that are coming up now, is that more people are opening their eyes to how fucking crooked everything is, dude. What happened with George Floyd? You know, and yeah, the, people have been preaching about incarceration and the freaking, you know, the, the way that it's not equal for everybody. And, you know, a guy, that, a white dude that, you know, gets busted for a joint, there's 30 days, and a black dude fucking does three years, you know. Or a fucking Hispanic dude, you know. The, the system, and we, we've talked about this before, the system is fundamentally broken from top to bottom. It's the system that has worked the best up to this point, probably, but to try to act like we're not the biggest hypocrites in the world when we go and depose dictators and what we did in night back to 92 what we did in 92 was at least the best we could have done and i hate to give us credit for that but we didn't stay we kicked his ass and then we left bro
2: you know? we're well, at least I know I'm free in the <laughs> pale <proud little> <coughs>
0: Well, no fucking righties are going to be listening to Excuse us. <laughs> dude. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your Hold country. On. I'm proud of my country, check, yeah. but I know I gotta it's flawed, it. dude. I got to
1: check your warmonger justification. A second. No, no, no. I want to dig no. in on this. No, stop, because I this? know where you're coming from already, and you're this? not fucking... Can I'm we talking. dig in on this? Can we dig in on this? I got to fucking... I'm going gonna, gonna, to shit finish.
0: on your point before you even make it.
1: you have a point you got to finish? Yes. This
0: is my point. We never should have been there, obviously. Okay? But... What my point was is that how we got in this fucking quagmire for how long now that we've been in Iraq, 14, 15, 16, longest war we've ever been in. We went and whooped his ass in the first one and then we left.
1: 17. So
0: if we were supposed to, if there was a good way to do it, that's the best way to do it because the way we've been doing it since then is fucked up and that goes back to the police tactics and not, we've been fucking in this quagmire of this war. We can't get out. There's no exit fucking plan, dude. What's the exit strategy? Okay.
1: You're right about what you just said. Exactly. What I would like, to, <laughs> what I would like to check you and dig in. Okay, on go ahead. Is your statement? I believe you said something to the effect of, "It was a bad thing that happened, but we did the best we could.
0: We did it the best way."
1: Of relative to what?
0: Relative to what we're in now.
1: No, the, see, that's what I'm checking. You're not making sense there.
0: Oh, I know we that... We wouldn't be where we are if I know we it's all about oil. oil, and we shouldn't even... I, so, I don't think we so should be the world's then, police force. So trust back, me, I don't. At,
1: at what point do
0: you think that we
1: fucking started making mistakes in, in fucking Iraq?
0: The original one? Like, when we went, we shouldn't have went in the first place.
1: Right. Right. Even in the 90s no. with, with HW. It's all about oil, dude. Yeah.
0: I want that oil! As long as the uh, Middle East has oil, we will always be in their shit. And we should have known from... Thousands of fucking years of history. That shit is fucked up in the Middle East, and it always is gonna be. Shit's fucked up everywhere, and we should never go anywhere. True. Yeah, we shouldn't be Amer- or We shouldn't be, you know, police force. America, world police, dude. or in, in in our nation or the world. Either. Well, there shouldn't be military in bro. our streets, of course, that's in the Constitution. Empowerment,
1: bro, to empower us. If the military's in the streets, they're doing fucking jumping jacks with the kids. They're showing them what a fucking real push-up is. They're showing them how to fucking, fucking...
0: It's in the Constitution. You can't have military in the streets.
1: Dude, I was, I would not exist if the military wasn't in the streets. You would not exist if the military was in the streets. I'm saying
0: in a... Where's the fuzzy line? A, there is no fuzzy line. In a capacity of
1: fucking warmonger murderers. Oh, Fuck. There you go.
0: How is it all right for us to go and be a police force uh, well, on not, foreign soil? That's what I'm saying. But it's not. It's in Love our constitution brother. that Love we can't brother. be a uh, we can't we police our own shit, I'm right? We, no, we shouldn't police but either. Here's the other thing: we should empower. I'm not, a, not a fan of militarizing the police like we have either. Fuck no,
1: I'm a fan of demilitarizing the military and empowering the police to not be police.
0: You always <laughs> have to have a military, dude. Right? We have to have a military, but the what spending in the say? blow. I didn't say
1: not have a military. What did I say?
0: You said, get rid of the military, demilitarize yeah. the military.
1: Meaning what we were just talking about. We're not in invad- bait. See my arm right now, dude, just like twitching. My forearm is twitching for moving the mouse <laughs> for three days. editing <laughs> These talks for three days. My forearm tendons literally twitch spontaneously. But yeah, dude, uh, you know, if we, I, I'm all for having the best military in the world. Why the fuck not? If you're going to have one.
0: What are they defending? This right here, bro.
1: And so your what fucking
0: are, freedom to speak okay. your mind.
1: And so, what are cops defending? I don't know. Same thing, you know. And so, empower it is is the motto. You know, it's like. You so know, what do you mean
0: by empower? Though it means like, they already are empowered to like, kill us. No,
1: right. That's what I'm saying. Like the focus of both the military and the police should be. Radical, transformative empowerment where, you know, all of the problems of the world are as acknowledged as they can be by the system. And then the system empowers the people that are willing to put their lives on the line and take lives with the mission, the goal of radical peace and prosperity that that they are. If they're right now, we have patriotic fanatics killing human beings on Earth that they deem not yeah. not worthy of existence because of their beliefs.
0: It's very fucking fascism so, me.
1: So that is a system that's creating killers that the system's justifying. And I'm saying the system could create killers that are justifying and protecting peace by acknowledging that there are people that fucking need to die, that there are issues that aren't going to be fucking resolved. And if there's a goddamn jujitsu fucking strike force on planet earth that represents my fucking nation. They're doing it for fucking what? So that kids can giggle and women can come and grannies can fucking piss themselves fucking shit That
0: they fucking spout to us already. That's why we do it. That's why. So we can have places around the world that are like America. We're protecting because we haven't protected our freedoms in a long time. Our whole mission statement for the past. What? Since Korea? Fuck! Even since World War Two, since World War One, is not protecting our rights. We're protecting Europe and France and England and fucking the Middle East. Or our bullshit story is we're protecting Saudi Arabia. That's we're, what Reagan's America. We're protecting us the with. Korean Peninsula. That's, that's, we're protecting Vietnamese. That's the Great
1: America again that make Trump wants. Yeah, I know.
0: It's exactly what it is. We've been the world police for way too fucking long, dude. And yeah, we were fighting a cold war and all these proxy wars, and you know, you probably should have been afraid of Russia, because they weren't fucking around. You know, they ain't fucking around anymore either. Took them about twenty years, but they're back fucking in the same spot they were in '92 when the wall fell. You know, nothing changes, man. Nothing. If that's my biggest point through any of this, history has taught us that. Nothing ever changed. And Chuck
1: Berry said it's something like, ain't nothing new under the sun.
0: Right? It's the way it is, dude. We kill each other. We fight over power. And that's just the story of fucking human beings, at least. I mean, I'm sure that's the story of most animals. There's always got to be an alpha. And we want to be the alpha. And we have been for a long time, but we're eating ourselves from the inside now, dude. Really, though? They found okay, the best way okay. to defeat us. Can I,
1: can I dig in there? This whole, like, we always were and now we're losing it shit. So from the way that I try to sort out all this fucking nationalism is I always take it back to that it's all a European dodge, a European lie is the foundation of the nation.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's
1: it. So, so as far as we were great and we're losing our greatness, that notion is an example of the psyop mind trick, mind fuck that Republicans like are, are willing to kill for that that uh, actually the true accounting the true reckoning of the USA is broken treaties religious genocide and drugs. That's what
0: I don't and, get about drug a, wars. a lot of people is it uh, this shit's all common knowledge, we know it. Like, how don't more... Or or I guess maybe they just don't accept it. You know? These, like, the white nationalist guys you're talking about don't... Or, or just don't give a fuck. Just don't give a fuck that, John, that we're on stolen land. John, or, you
1: got a hippie mom. Yeah. You, you, you don't really have a thing going on with your, you know, fathers. Uh, I don't talk to my father and, you know, talk to my mommy every Sunday because I love her so much. But it's like, if you're going to talk the way we're talking, you you there are if you're in a room of five family members people are going to want to walk out of that room oh yeah you know I'm sure they don't want to hear it mm-hmm. but to us it's plain as day yeah you know but we're also obnoxious pricks that have i'll give you that that have no women in their lives <laughs> you know we're very single dudes you know Ugh. i don't know
0: well hey bro you said last night yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, okay, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> God bless all women.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just don't... Uh, I don't even... I'm not even trying to say it. I've never been a rah-rah America guy. Like I'm glad I was born here. and it. I do still think it's probably the greatest country on Earth, but uh, we're. I don't believe in the whole fucking, you know, America was greater here, and now we've got to make it. What's going on is we're destroying ourselves from the inside, the infighting is so horrible that they looked for... Other powers Look for a way to fucking defeat us. Thank you for saying And they that. finally found it. You know? Thank you for saying that.
1: So on my European tip, that point that you made, that's what people say in the USA, and it's true to an extent. To another extent, it's like the middle that's being eroded was always being played by Europe when it was created. That That middle that was the greatest... Was something created off of the back of Europe continuing to rape the Americas. Yeah. That great America, this is how great America is, is what I'm saying. That America is so great, the Americas, from Alaska to Chile, this turtle island, this, I, I've heard it described as a sleeping dragon, and we're on its spine. And like, uh, that when Europe found it to this day, they've been raping it. Mm-hmm. Take, 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 yeah. take. And that sleeping dragon is so strong and the people are so righteous that the greatest country on earth still existed on the top of the shit pile of, of rape yeah of European rape yeah And so that's the problem that, that's the context of the problem that we're actually dealing with and in that sense, America will never be destroyed. yeah but it is constantly being genocidally raped by Europe. Yeah. So that's, when we say that the middle of class is being eroded, what we're saying is Europe's still fucking us in the bong without lube. <laughs> They're not even spitting on it.
0: Well, I think we're dealing with worldwide problems, though. I think that's where you get into from...
1: Emanating from what continent?
0: Having... But this, the issues that we face are being faced all over, you know? There's division. It seems like that's where we're at globally right now. I'm a globalist
1: with my love, bro. Yes.
0: I just, I think that's where we're at. dude. Yeah, I want a better world. There's such a, the divide, and I think a lot of it has to do with the divide between the income equality, you know, there's so many more people that are rich now, but there's so many way more people that are fucking living below the poverty line. It's like, how do we have this much money and we're still struggling You know, every fucking day.
1: How is it that this great nation is getting fucking bohicad so hard and the first nations that started fucking the country are golden. Like the the fucking Dutch, the Swedes. They got fucking they got their little Aryan paradise. Everybody's covered. You work a couple of years for the government. You have to welcome to fascism. However, it's for everybody. I mean,
0: uh, you know, everybody sometimes me- socialism works. Everybody
1: <laughs> meaning all of us.
0: <laughs> we all have the, the uh, health care. We all have the free school. <laughs>
1: let, me, let me give you an example of like how I got beefs with Europe. I was painting in Pennsylvania, and there was a gentleman—I use that term antagonistically—and and I hope I hope that someday he could come on this podcast oh. because this dude is really smart and really nice, good-hearted, but a perfect example of the European invasion that I speak of. Like I got love for this dude, but like this dude who lived in Wayne, Pennsylvania, which is where my father was like born and raised, Mm-mm. like except for when he went to Philly, Gerard. Sixth grade on, he, he was. But this dude was from, uh, uh, I want to say Holland. I'm an idiot. So it, one of those countries. Yeah.
0: One of the low countries. And I'm
1: painting this house that was built, you know, 250 years ago. Long story short, this guy is living in my dad's hometown in Wayne, Pennsylvania, where they filmed taps like Valley Forge Military Academy on the edge of Villanova mm-hmm. University and he ain't an American dude. Like yeah. he might have citizenship, but like this dude is not a fucking American. Is all I'm saying. Like I got love for the dude, but he ain't an American. But he's living in Wayne, Pennsylvania. So what do you mean? So he's here's, a citizen. So, Isn't look,
0: that the American fucking motto?
1: But I'm saying though, it's a culture that he lives that he brought there. It, oh yeah. He's not of that culture. And that was one of the reasons he hired me because I was a local boy, and he was learning all about fucking what it, what a fucking local good old boy was like mm. by by having me fucking hang out with him every yeah. day, painting his house. He, he couldn't get enough of me, you know. And I didn't cost him shit, you know, because he's got fucking Dutch money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So That's it's like, like so it's East like
0: India. So <laughs> it's like I got a little
1: corner of the Dutch Empire in my fucking dad's hometown, and I'm and, he, and I, he's my customer. You know what I mean? I'm just saying like that's what I mean by like this is the uh, this is America. Like I, I loved him like a brother. Like I treated him yeah. like family, you know what I yeah. mean? And that's priceless. And he got that priceless and that's what America's all about. Yeah. But the fucking Dutch will fucking take it for the lowest price. you will give it to him. But anyway, uh
0: is that why you say go and Dutch?
1: That's their culture. <laughs> well, that means split everything 50/50 regardless of who fucking whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. how I was raised. But Yeah, so so here's the Dutch idea of of a fair share, you take what you want, and we split down the middle half-half. Well, you get what you want, I get what I want. We split down the middle half-half. Whatever the cost is, yeah. Well, who's who's the accountant of the cost? Well, us. <laughs> you know, we'll give you half of what we figure out what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> so anyway.
0: Uh, fucking Dutch. <laughs>
1: so and again, I love this dude. I love his family. He had a goddamn picture of the fucking Prince of fucking. Queen of fucking princess of fucking Holland hanging in his dining room shit. You know what I mean, like like that he was in. You know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, but you know, at one I'm like, what do you do? Import export. And I'm like, that's not how he talks. But it, that was you yeah, know close. And uh, one day he comes to me like frustrated, like mulling over his like financial drama that he's like dealing with on his laptop while hanging out in his fucking. $800,000 Wayne Pennsylvania home and uh, I'm like what's up and he's like no I'm trying to figure out how I have, uh, I have a friend who has a warehouse with uh, many many cans of uh, expired uh, how you say evaporated milk uh, <laughs> many many cans in a warehouse in uh, South Africa and uh, I'm just trying to figure out if I can get it where somebody wants it, to, you know, so that uh, this expired uh, uh, evaporative milk can they can still be used for maybe, I don't know, feed for animals or I don't know. And I just remember looking at this fucking rich dude with the fucking Queen of Holland on it, and he's talking about a warehouse in South Africa. This is a white as fuck Holland yeah. motherfucker in Wayne, Pennsylvania, and his daily dilemma as he's fucking playing on his computer is how to get a fucking warehouse, a fucking over the expiration date, evaporated milk in a warehouse in South Africa. And all I'm thinking is, is motherfucker whose fucking porch I'm fixing. I want you to know that you can rot in hell (laughs) because the world I live in that I want to breathe in is a world where the fucking milk didn't evaporate because the the milk didn't... uh, uh, expire Expire because before it expired it was given away to people that needed it you
0: fucking Dutch fucking pirate well yeah but that's not the way the world works dude money money money
1: whoever has the most thinks they need it and deserve it more than you yeah that's our president money money money
0: yeah but his money was given to him
1: some people I'll take it. I'm not saying I don't want it. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. I will, yeah I will put up a, a national campaign to eat the Bush family's left eyeballs live on national television.
0: <laughs> to get paid for it?
1: <laughs> no, for the sake of peace.
0: Oh. oh, nobody cares about them that much for peace.
1: Well, they're going to want to give it. They'll, they'll, it'll be voluntary. For peace.
0: No, no. We're, we're only going to get worse, bro. It's only going to get worse. I hate to be a pessimist but i feel like things aren't gonna get better anytime soon if biden wins i mean hold on you know trump hold gonna... on let me just stop this if biden wins
1: before the votes are even tallied we've already been suffering a half a year of a shutdown economy yeah. with a president who's instigating a civil war. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck are we going to make it to even fucking know who the actual fucking vote fucking? Oh, yeah, it yeah, ain't yeah, happening, a, bro.
0: I'm, that's what I'm saying. It didn't he's, even happen. Even if in, he loses and we know he loses, he's not going to fucking go quietly.
1: It didn't happen 20 years ago with the hanging chads in Florida and the Florida Supreme court and J Bush, W Bush's brother.
0: Yeah.
1: hasn't been resolved. Oh, it's 20 years later, it's the exact same thing. If it wasn't resolved then and they haven't fixed it now, like like I was saying with Bitcoin open source, there could be open source voting. Yeah. You want to fucking follow the fucking anonymous votes of every fucking registered US citizen mm. on the digital fucking website of fucking here comes the USA motherfuckers. Here's our open source fucking democratic vote. Game this shit. Yeah. Come on Russia, bring out your fucking Iranian hackers. <laughs> bring out your fucking Mossad fucking Krogmagog fucking hackers. You know what I mean? (laughs) Attack our fucking voting system, Zuckerberg, you
0: fuck. Yeah, they won't do it, though. We're still uh, using an antiquated system. And they want to hang on to that, you know? Because that's how you can manipulate it. Dude,
1: not only... (laughs) The layers of fuckery are so deep yeah. that even if the votes did count, it's to a fucking system that controls the fucking people you're voting for anyway. Yeah. I just heard on the podcast like yesterday or the day before that actually constitutionally, there is nothing that states anything about the population of the United States to vote for anything. It's up to the states to decide who sends people to the federal yeah. government to represent. That's so, the, so the college, whole, dude. So the whole... So the whole fucking song and dance of fucking, yeah. it's all bullshit. Not The DNC, the Democratic National Committee, the one half of the coin, won't even let the people pick who they want before they get to go against the coup.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I don't even care anymore because I know that this state's blue, so it don't matter to me if I was going to fucking vote for Biden. My, my vote don't count because they're going to fucking skew blue, you know? So, what's the fucking point? They'll send whoever they want. They could have fucking stopped Trump from fucking getting into the White House if they wanted to. Because they can cast their electoral votes for whoever the fuck they want. It's supposed to be a good system that helps you not fucking elect a despot, but it didn't work last time.
1: I got a new uh, Independent Underground Hip Hop album Check this out Oh yeah It's uh, Invasion of the the Body Snatchers Dregs One And Brycon From uh, San Francisco It's fun You up for another round dude I'm getting so ripped Sure I'll tell you your pleasure to talk to you, dude. <laughs> uh, what about... You, you think you're cool, right? are, you, are you into... Can I text Amy and talk to whatever I'll record She's got my son. They're out doing shit. Yeah.
0: Do well, no, she just fucking took him for the weekend, so... Oh, shit. Yeah. It's
1: fucking awesome.
0: Dude, she's awesome. Yeah, she's a good sister.
1: she she tell you at your birthday... I'm sitting outside with her and the shrooms just barely started to in and the boy comes out and he just starts dancing and he's like that unselfconscious beautiful
2: childish
1: just he just let it rip right in front of me and I started screaming. I straight, up, I straight up I straight up asked her dude. I just straight up started fucking crying, dude. Yeah. Tears of joy. Took like, you I back was, like, to a simpler time? No, it was just his beautiful fucking person, like, just shining in front of me. Just
0: made me fucking leave. I was, like, sobbing. Oh! Oh, Joel. He is
1: awesome. You know it. <laughs> like, I saw it. Like, he put on a show of his awesomeness.
0: Yeah. He's a good kid, man. He had it rough for a while.
1: I just fucking looked at your sister with tears pouring out of my <laughs> eyes, and I go, you taught him how to dance, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is
0: fun, huh? Yeah. Destroy the patriarchy, bro. Destroy the
1: patriarchy. (laughs) Honestly, like, as far as the fact that I do want the patriarchy destroyed, I would love to live in a world completely run by fucking women. Like, I would love that. And I have no limits on what a woman is. You want to call yourself a woman? A they, them, whatever. They, thems count. They, thems. Zimzers. Everybody, everybody that doesn't want to say that they're a dude, I want them running it.
0: Oh my god! They
1: could take over this pod, dude. I'm not kidding. Don't call me
0: anymore. If, <laughs>
1: you're such a <laughs> fucking idiot. All right, so you're the minister of defense for fucking alpha fucking cis opian Anthony Joe Rogan fucking.
0: I am such an alpha cis
1: gun shooters.
0: You're 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 the you're the. Um, I can be You're the S1W. That's the th- that's the uh, problem with people nowadays. You're the. That S- you can't be more than one thing. You're, I can be more than one thing. John, I'm complicated.
1: John, I vote that you are the
0: uh, flyest wh- motherfucker ever. Probably.
1: We'll have to wait till the Portland Painters podcast gets some more people on it. But <laughs> I will make a proposition that John becomes the commandant of the S1W. Right.
0: Of, fuck, got my my cane sword out and fuck off.
1: Of good old Oregon white boys of Cascadia. Nah, I
0: can't say that. I'm not like them fucking good old boys, dude. Those good old boys fucking get on my nerves.
1: That's why I want you to be their fucking comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the fucking problem nowadays, bro. Everybody, you're either one way or the other, and I don't like that. I can be both things. I can think some shit's silly and fucking that if you're a man you're a man and if you're a woman you're a woman I can think that and not care what the fuck you do doesn't make me hate you you still can do whatever the fuck you want to do but you don't have to expect me to fucking respect it that's just the way it is dude and I don't think the good old boy fucking right nationalists fucking that want everything to be fucking white power and all that bullshit bullshit too dude but
1: you do respect what you say you don't have to ask me to respect it you do respect it so what?
0: what are you talking about I just don't care That's where I'm at I we, just don't care We already had this conversation Yeah I I, I don't care If the fucking white boys Want to be crazy And do their thing And I don't care If the fucking Goddamn LGBTQ Elemental P People want to do their shit too
1: What I care about is Is that The base needs Are met for all people that's where it's like keep it simple, stupid. I believe in that. What, you know, the military, like 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 Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, they're all big on acronyms, and KISS is a military acronym: keep it simple, stupid. And it's like, so all the problems, you know, untying a knot. When you get the the root of it it's sorted out, everything falls out of place, real nice. So mm-hmm. it's like the big knot is bureaucratic atrocities. Yeah. Uh, physical atrocities um, and a lot of lost people are on in tents on streets like not not sheltered from other humans and, and yeah. nature but I also so, have to think
0: that there needs to be some self-agency like you can't okay just expect to, all right
1: uh, okay but we can solve the self-agency once their base needs are met and we can live in a society and all the other problems if we build off of that you know what I mean like, holy shit.
0: I guess, but you try to simplify things too much. Of course. the shit's hitting the fan, dude. You pull I know. Off,
1: you pull off what you It's complicated. Off. You just gotta grab a fucking stinky chunk and rip it right off the fan.
0: I just, uh, I wish it was that simple, bro. But it all goes back to the system has been fucking manufactured to be the way that it is, and it's really hard to break that fucking system. You want me to try to make
1: it simpler or more complex?
0: No, I wish it was, I wish you could just go, okay, give it all to the natives and see how they do or fucking, you know, let's, let's
1: figure out what, what's the simple plan. Okay. So like I had a buddy, there isn't that's uh, what I'm on, saying.
0: Hold on. There I had a buddy.
1: That. I had a buddy. I have a buddy who told me a bunch of college friends grabbed. They had this plan. They all each grabbed a case of beer and a bottle of a fifth or whatever. And they all locked themselves into a cabin in the woods and they said, we're not leaving this cabin until all this booze is gone or we come up with a million dollar idea. And when they came out of there, they copyrighted the name 21st Century Fox because 20, 20th Century Fox <laughs> existed and they became millionaires. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But let's just play a game right now. What is the quick fix? Because I have ideas. I, I just want to be able to share them because I'm an, I'm a wingnut nut. I gotta get. What's the quick fix? If if tomorrow paradise You're on a dreamer earth could though, yeah, if tomorrow uh, uh, paradise on earth could occur, what do you think? How how would we get there? You got an idea? The one ideas. it's
0: not fucking tomorrow. It's not that easy. The path towards the path towards it, as opposed to the
1: path towards collapse that we're seeing. Demilitarize
0: the entire world. Radical? Yes, <laughs> yes. But that's never gonna happen. That's radical peace. At rainbow gatherings,
1: <coughs> they have no cops. But they have what they call Shanti Sena. It comes from India, I think. They're like spiritual police. Mm-hmm. Love police. Shanti Sena. So like if some girl's getting raped or something in the woods, she would scream out, Shanti Sena, and mm-hmm. people will come running, like, alright, what do I gotta solve? You know?
0: Uh, here's the thing though. People are so fundamentally stuck in their way you have to change the way people think for that to work that's what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to do right yeah but that's the hard problem because you know people are entrenched dude this is the way i believe and i don't fucking change my mind or fucking this is the way i believe and you're not gonna change my mind
1: (laughs) john on every job you and i have ever done who does the hardest shit me (laughs) <laughs> and who's next to you?
0: Well, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> thrown shade <laughs> is that what the millennials say, right? Throwing I, shade. I did not grow up with that term,
0: dude. I'm to the point now where I fucking don't want to do the hard shit anymore, dude. I'm sick of it. I'm trying to teach other people how to do the hard shit. You know what I'm saying, I just want to sit back and go, Yep, looks good. good. Hi, I'm Clipboard Johnny. Well, how right, can I bro? make you smile? I'm striving to be Clipboard Johnny fucking need that shit in my life i don't have to do nothing fuck awesome my boss is talking about restructuring the company well we've got a carpentry side and then we've got the painting side and the painting side is where all the work is right so we're making all the money and then the carpentry side he's fucked up a bunch of jobs so he's cost us a bunch of money and he just wants to he wants to be the owner but he just wants to show up go to work not do anything else you know what i'm saying my boss is talking, my boss is like, no, my boss is, uh, is a hard-working motherfucker. Like, he does everything. He'll be on the job, getting jobs, fucking bidding jobs, painting too. Like, he's a hard-working motherfucker. And it's killing him, dude, because he doesn't have somebody to help him, you know? So he's saying, man, fucking, what do you think? Maybe I bring you in as a partner. And I'm like, well, I, where am I going to come up with money to buy into the company, dude? You know? And he's like, we'll figure something out. We can figure something out.
1: Is that what he was he was trying to ask you to give him money? No, no, no. no he, he, to he wants
0: bang... to bring me in He
1: wants to promise you money partner. someday, yeah, which yeah, means
0: nothing. But then I have to obviously take on more responsibility, too.
1: That's why every construction company changes his name every three years, dude. Don't fucking...
0: Me. <laughs> I mean, we got a ton of work, bro. And I'm getting us more work because you know how I am with fucking contractors and shit, bro. Like, people love me, so I'm bringing in more work. I'm even. I'm already doing that. That job in Seattle. That was my job. I planned. I got that job. I planned that job, and then I went and fucking executed that you're job. You're
1: fucking yourself for not doing union work and treat it like it's a union oh, job.
0: You don't think I fucking don't think about going to the back to the union all the time, bro? the time.
1: Treat it like a union job in the sense that don't fucking go pie in the sky someday with this guy. Get well, what you can get, and that's, that's
0: what you're gonna get. I know what the where I'm at, bro. I yeah. either have to make the choice of okay, like. If I stay with this and it works, I could be fucking set. Well, or it ain't gonna work someday. If I go
1: back, if he's not giving it to you now. It's not gonna come well, in the no, future. Dude,
0: we just started the fucking company, bro.
1: No, it's his though. It's not yours. Yeah, bro. it is. Yeah. So and what I'm he's telling you talking is talking
0: about fucking lying to bring me I'm in. That's telling what I'm
1: telling you is my professional advice to you. Whatever he's willing to pay you for the work that you do, accept that as that's what it is. Do not invest in this company's future. You're going to get what you're going to get from these jobs, and that's what you're going to get. Any promises of anything more are promises. He hasn't
0: promised me anything, bro.
1: That's what I'm saying. So when you weigh it all out, you're probably going to want to go back to Union for the fucking health plan we'll and see. the pension and we'll
0: shit. We'll see, you know. Like I said, I'll tell I thought it might give him a year. We'll see what happens, you know. We're at six months right now, so.
1: And he's treating you all right. Yeah. But the
0: cash grab isn't going to go.
1: Not having a health plan, but getting more in your weekly paycheck yeah. is not going to pay out in the
0: long run. No, unless I can make enough to where fucking I can put money away. And fucking so then you know there. what
1: happens? So then you're dropping 200 a month on a health plan that you still have bills on. Yeah. So when you but add, that's
0: the, the insurance game. anyways. I still have bills from fucking union health fucking shit, bro. Yeah. And that, uh, you, you think it's that money comes out of nowhere? No, that shit comes out of your
1: check. It's basically a state t- state sales tax. It's, it's four and a half percent. It's more than. It's almost five percent of every hour we make before we get before our taxes come out. Oh, I know. Of the same number that their 4%, four percent, four four point eight percent comes out yeah. of. So
0: it's like. No, it's a scam. It's like <laughs> what what what. That's where I'm at. I'm trying to weigh. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if stu- I really fucking kick ass at this and we can make this fucking company, uh, you know, fucking rock and roll, then. That could set me for the rest of my nah, life. No, nah, I'm well, gonna have to work. Don't. There's nothing about that. But if I way, can get to a point where I can make the type of money, okay, and and get a percentage, I'm gonna, amend, I'm, gonna
1: of shit. I'm gonna amend my harsh advice. I will say the only way that it, you're I'm talking about banking future wealth. Yeah. Okay. Banking. Not yeah. not like not like maybe if it works out or not. I'm saying like a solid path. The way that you are doing it with this dude, brother. Who i met and he does i believe you that like he's legit like because he, he seemed legit at the moment i met him at the, at the if he
0: wasn't a good dude i would have two birthday barbecues I, I wouldn't have given the time of day if, right. if i didn't believe in and, the
1: guy and it is bankable worth it if you're learning from him how to be him yeah if you're if you're watching him and you're like i could do it better than then you're better off doing it on your yeah. own But if you got shit to learn from this dude, then yeah. Then you're you're playing
0: it right. I'm also at the point where, like, I feel all right just fucking, you know, helping him out a little bit and just going and doing my job every day and coming home like I would at the union job. Like, I haven't got deep into fucking after-hour shit, handling other shit. I just run the jobs at this point because that's what he needs me to do. He's
1: giving you the respect of being like, this is what I can do. I'm his top guy.
0: Yeah. And so... And he's not pushing you right He doesn't push me fucking real hard. He just... Just make sure these jobs make money. Make sure the field is taken care of, you know, and that's what I do. But if he wants me to fucking start doing this other shit like I have started doing where the guy that my contact, the contact with fucking who is my contact in Seattle, he will only talk to me. That's it. He's like, I don't want to talk to nobody else. You're my fucking guy. I'll call you and shit, you know, needs to happen because we have a relationship and fucking, you know, I got the job. I ran the job. I bid the job. Da, 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 da. You know, so if I am going to start doing that type of shit, well, then you're going to need to give me more money, dude. It's gravy time. Because you can't expect me to do more work for the same amount of money. I'm making $35 an hour. They they will absolutely take,
1: take, take whatever they can take.
0: Yeah. That's what money does. But he does take care of it. You know, as much as he can.
1: We are the lowest paid trade in the state.
0: Oh, I know. And that goes back to he can, you know, he can't pay me fucking $70 $70 an hour or some shit because the money's not there. We don't well, get paid those the type of fucking shit. only way you'll get shit. that is
1: if you did get it yourself.
0: Yeah, but if he wants me to be more than a field supervisor, then yeah, we're gonna... We might have to talk about salary or something, dude.
1: That's what I'm saying. That all, A guy like him is, is doing what he can do because he's small-time. Yeah. Guys like SPCO motherfuckers, they should like, just do the simple math and be like, wait a minute. If I'm willing to give someone $80,000 a year flat base mm-hmm. uh, on a 40-hour week, uh, just a 8-hour, 5-day grind, 40-hour week, 80G base, if they're out there actually bringing home the bacon, if they're the oh, one that...
0: would that be th- like 50-something an hour? 60-something an it's hour? It's like...
1: It's like if they were willing to concede that that's what their top money earners are are giving them because yeah if if you look at like yeah. you know 20 paint union painters that i could name off the top of my head right now they're making three to five million dollars in like as in like there are paint contracts that are bid that are completed by these people's expertise like they are responsible yeah. for from start to finish, a for the completion of a, of a job, yeah. regardless of how many people help them. Three to five million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Like, um...
0: Oh, you know making tons of money, dude, because all the jobs I ever worked for him on were fucking monster jobs, dude. Like that hotel that I did for him, that's got to be hundreds of thousands of dollars between the paint and the wall covering, dude. Come on. You know? Now, his... his uh, you know, let's say, what, they go for, like, they try for 15, right, 10, 15, 10% is enough, if you can make 15%, that's a really good fucking job, they bitch if they make 10%, what's going on over there, bro, I thought you were, like, uh oh, hi, loading shit. that up and passing it, you just I'm been over there just hit. hitting it over and over it's again, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm too to
1: remember it. every time I'm like, it's not hit right, it's not hit right, oh yeah, I gotta plug it, oh yeah.
0: I don't know why you got a carb on the side of your ash catcher. That's kinda weird.
1: Why?
0: Because you gotta hold it like I don't like I like holding my bong up here, bro. I like holding here and then pulling. (laughs) This
1: is how much of a sterner I am. I had that one with the carb that you made fun of and saying it's weird. Yeah. I had it custom made with the carb I had that yeah I had the, the blower who made this make that why did you get the carb I why did I get the? I just can't even imagine why, why does a carb exist
0: it's a pull carb dude why do you need a carb on the side of the thing your carb is when you pull it all this
1: That that's what why? makes that's what makes the ash casters disgusting
0: what do you fucking you can't get into there so you can't clean it so like that, that
1: like that I can
0: how long does it take for that ass catcher to get nasty? A A month. Well, you got a bubby in here, huh? That's what this has. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I still don't get the carb. The carb doesn't make sense, bro. Because, watch.
1: Here we go. You don't need the carb. Here we go. Give me that one.
0: See which one you like more. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to like that one more.
1: Already. I like this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see which one you like more.
0: Cause when you pull the it, that, it's called a pull carb. Your bong has a pull carb on it. So it doesn't have an actual carb. You, I've smoked out of bongs that just have an actual carb if, on the side of them. But if you, have have you ever
1: built a ca- have you ever built a campfire and um, uh, you blow on it a little yeah. bit and it bolsters it. That's what I'm doing with my thumb.
0: Watch, what. We'll t- we'll I think, think it's test. overkill alright you really people need people of the world you really need that <laughs>
1: people of the world John Harding has just initiated a carb versus no carb ash catcher
0: I'm in the no carb camp we shall see <laughs> <laughs> on a pipe yeah but on a bong it's like a... uh-huh. okay we'll see we'll see what happens I'm sure it'll hit perfectly fine without a carb, bro.
1: I I liked this, but thought I want to be able to pull it. And had to make me that one with the carb.
0: I almost feel like the stem should be a little shorter.
1: It's all pieced together janky from all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah, it seems like if the stem was a little shorter, it wouldn't like hang out so far... That just scares me that it's so easy to fucking break, you know. I've
1: had them. I've had them since 2014.
0: Six years. I used to be like this all the time. Wrap it in plastic. I, I, there's this head
1: shop in Salem, man. It's awesome. Uh, I can't remember what it's called.
0: So I'm gonna get a new gun, I think.
1: Why do you keep talking about that?
0: Because I'm fucking excited about the gun I'm going to get.
1: <laughs> want to hold a sword?
0: You got fucking... Sting? Chinese stars? You want to
1: hold Sting a little bit? Make you feel better?
0: Oh, you know that? Sting. The Stinger? No, don't you...
1: You've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Sting. Yeah. You call him Stinger?
0: <laughs> you don't call Sting from the police Stinger? Nah, I don't call them. I called them a little while ago. There we go, there it is. Out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. An AK pistol. It's uh, so with the janky rules that they have for guns in, in America you can get an AK or an AR that's classified as a pistol.
1: What, um, what's fun about seeing what's the most lethal legal thing?
0: Dude, It's they're just super fun to shoot, number one. And I know when China invades us, then every uh, soldier I kill, that's a reload, homie. Because uh, they use
1: a case. You hating on China?
0: No, but I know that's what the next one's going to be, dude.
1: You think that China wants to invade the United States of America?
0: I think they might want to, eventually. Are you kidding me? They're all out of stock? Well, these are freaking 9mm ones. I don't want a 9mm.
1: Yeah, when you get a chance, man. Do you know how to look for my podcast? Do you know how to look for my podcast? What's it on? What do you listen? Go to Google Pop? Yeah. Yeah, go on there. Google podcast. Listen to my second one so you can hear what I put out on the world.
0: Okay. Thanks. Well, here you go. $839. It's pretty good. To a Draco. I saw one for seven hundred and fifty, I think. Struggle for struggle for I'm a Ooh, six ninety nine. Made by the Polish. I'm
1: probably gonna friggin' bulge out of it.
2: It's like a Uzi. Yeah,
0: but it's the light Same thing. <laughs> it's a great killing weapon.
1: It's, it's a Russian version of an Italian so death machine.
0: When all the crazy gunnet white nationalists want to start a civil war, I will also be prepared to kill those motherfuckers as well.
1: Why are you trying to fucking? Get everybody locked and
2: loaded.
0: It's like a freight train, bro. What? I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but I just believe that shit might go down.
1: Well, we already talked about it today. I know. before November, I'm saying.
0: So I would rather be prepared than not prepared, right? No.
1: Okay, so definitely november is going to be chaos yeah. and so december is going to be the decider on whether or not the usa still
0: exists or at least in this form
1: because january uh it'll resolve
0: let's say let's say biden wins landslide murders him. there's no there can't be any question even though they will raise questions I'm in firm belief that there's some shit that's gonna go down in November if that's the case
1: there's been shit going down ever since Trump got in because Trump's the one doing it
0: these fanatical friggin supporters of his bro they're fucking crazy bro not to say that the left fucking people are as fanatical I'm crazy you're crazy
1: everybody's crazy
0: well I'm gonna bail to be the smartest crazy person and I'm gonna lock myself in my house with a bunch of fucking AK rounds and 9mm rounds until shit blows over (laughs) If I gotta fucking sling my AK to go to the grocery store, that's gonna be weird, bro. But I might get to the point where I'm not never fucking packing.
1: There's already people that've been living in that world. For, oh
0: yeah, for, I used to. For, I used to have all... my concealed carry, dude. I used to carry all the time. That's half
1: the state of Oregon. Yeah,
0: I just didn't renew my concealed carry license, so. But, I could open carry. I have it on my hip all the time. Pistol.
1: I don't want to live in that world
0: I don't want to either but I'm not so sure that that's not where we're headed cause it's ugly out there <laughs> saw this meme the other day uh, It was here <laughs> I'll just show it to you it's fucking funny dude when I see like, shit like this I can't not post about Trump <laughs> Trump Boner, <laughs> Holy shit! Only the best people, bro. He's only got the best people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bro, are you okay? I, it's you're freaking fucking, me
1: out for like two days. If carpal tunnel. Is that what that is?
0: I don't know. Did you see if I? Like, is you just always like this?
1: up for fucking fourteen hours, eighteen hours, dude. And, uh, Ooh, baby. and if you want to cue up some fucking music.
0: I've been on Facebook for so long, it's like I don't need Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and fucking like. It already fucking drains my energy enough. I don't
1: have Facebook, so Twitter is my closest to the like public mob.
0: A lot of people are like that. Reddit. Only have Twitter. Reddit
1: is the the shit. Well, yeah, Yeah. because
0: you can say pretty much fucking anything on it. And and (laughs) the
1: the whole comment system, like, it's smart. Upvote, downvote. It's it's a. If the national. There's Discord too. If the national political dialogue was you know, a federally structured open source Reddit, real shit could happen.
0: Jesus Christ, one thing after another with that car.
2: Yeah.
1: Have you heard this yet?
0: get some rubby Shankar or...
1: Elephants <laughs> on Acid Cypress Hill it's the one with Mugs back after 18 oh, yeah, years oh yeah 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 have you heard it
2: Huh.
0: talking about hash bro Get, get ready
1: get ready john gives me goosebumps
0: Did you ever listen to any of the burner and be real shit?
1: That psycho House or whatever it's called.
0: No, just burner and be real. I'll play something for you. You, play for
1: you? might have played it for me on a on a job site once.
0: Not it. All they rap about is weed, like that's all they rap about and all the fucking The albums are called Prohibition 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, but it's it's all about fucking This nigga. is
1: like straight up Black Sunday real shit. Like DJ Muggs like went to the Middle East and <laughs> recorded with artists there and recorded live shit there. And on at least three tracks, he basically has Middle Eastern people covering yeah. hooks from old Cyprus songs. So like dudes in the Middle East that play sitars and shit, mm-hmm. that, that heard Cyprus, loved Cyprus, played and sampled for mugs. That's cool. Yeah, oh my god, dude.
0: yeah Sen's never been the most lyrical cat I'm I love f- him man I always thought it was weird that he never rapped that much on the, you know like, be like fucking ten songs with nothing but be real and then he'd he be on hits,
1: like he hits with the fucking shit he's like <laughs> he's like the In the perf- brain. <laughs> he's the perfect Flavor Flav like Flavor Flav is the Jimi Hendrix of that guy he got a couple of and verses that Sendog, I like. Sendog one? is like the fucking calculated fucking perfection of
0: Flavor Flaves.
1: It, it's it's perfect.
0: You know what? Verse, Flaves, you know what he's got a verse, too. a good verse on, dude. Is um, what's the name of that song? It's on their first album. It's all in. It's all in Spanish,
1: dude. All Spanish, I'm saying is. Uh I have put up on my blog years ago that Flavor Flav is a living prophet So <laughs> I I mean But, but Sendog never had like a dating show on, on MTV. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> the fuck is that song? They got a good song with Snoop. <laughs> Allison Chains!
1: So take your last sip of this uh, non-carbed one, and then we're gonna switch to the
0: carb, and then you're gonna decide. I already did decide, bro. I've been smoking it. one. Like.
1: You like it better? Yeah. All right, so that's yours, though. Are you Are you liking the other I mean, we can Bluetooth if you want, but Bluetooth. huh?
0: Yeah. Ready? Right? Bring up your Bluetooth.
1: I know. Are you on Bluetooth? I'm not, I'm not opening it up until you tell me you're there. You're there? Yeah. Check your volume. Have you got
2: played by a bitch? The niggas pass up until you come around. Do your count when you stay bust out. That time every
1: day. That sounded pretty good. What was it?
0: No, that was a. Uh, Crucial Conflict. What? Crucial Conflict. Never heard of him. No, are from Chicago.
1: This is pretty new, huh?
0: He's a few years old. Does that be real? Yeah. And he's with a crew from Chicago? No, no, no. The other one was fucking Crucial Conflict. The one before was. This is just him and this dude named Burner, who fucking used to... Uh, he was a fucking dispensary guy. Wanted to be a rapper and then fucking he had to be real because he knew him through the weed game.
1: So he's probably part of the Dr. Green Thumb empire that's building.
0: Yeah. I I think they linked up and they have dispensaries too together. Dr. Green Thumb.
1: Yeah, this is for the ladies.
0: I just love this beat. Smoking weed in my cabana.
1: Yeah, man, you can have fun with that one. i that
0: that? Girl, keep cooking just through the rapper. I got the fucking shit on me, too. So it's hard to hold the carb and fucking shit on me. The wind's on me. The fucking AC.
1: Oh, you want me to turn it? No, no it's good. Okay.
0: Dabs, dabs, dabs. Everything's about dabs, yo.
1: Know? So man, we're gonna have to break it down sometime. But on that elephant, on that elephant, on that elephant's on acid album. Oh yeah. I feel like there's a distinct verse in a distinct hard, hard, hard. And by the way, how you were just talking about that dude, uh, Sendog. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: He has one of my favorite songs on that whole album, and it's. Sendog does. Yeah. Can I play it? it- Whenever, you you know what I mean, you have your thing, but when we go, when we get to something else, I got to play that song for you. It'll take me a second to find it. I don't know what it's called, but it's fucking banger. It's a banger. Dude, he's like, he says something like, uh, out on the plot, you hear the click clack of my cool eight K's. I I don't remember exactly how it goes, but it's fucking badass. All right, put
0: it on. Now I got to hear it.
1: And then what I wanted to say, though, the reason I brought it up is because there's this one verse in this one song where I feel like Be Real is straight up saying, like, yo, my posse, the boys that have my back, are across fucking Mexico and America and all the Americas, and we're fucking smoking meth, and we're out in the street, and we got guns, motherfuckers. That's
0: what he says. (laughs)
1: No, but that's what I kind of read into it. I felt like (laughs) he was... I felt like he was distinctly upping the ante with all this like Islamic hashish prayer in the beginning. I feel like in one verse cuz be real is hard. He's being real. Yeah. And so he I feel like poetically pushed it to the level of I want you to hear me as a masterful grandfather MC letting you know that where we're at right now in the street is meth world. I don't think he was saying it like necessarily with pride yeah, but definitely not with apology mm-hmm. like you know saying like this is how it fucking is,
0: fucking kind of is, how it, is. It,
1: it is how it fucking is I feel like he was really touching it in a specific verse and I can't tell you the song you know what I mean yeah. but, but I, I would like to explore that with you too because first I'll put on the send dog thing but uh I love dude <laughs> the, when I got entrapped in Noblesville Indiana in 98 it was at the fabled Deer Creek venue, but it's actually in Noblesville, Indiana is where mm-hmm. the County jail is. But the night before I stayed in Columbus, Ohio, because the night before that fish was there. And when fish left, there was a 24 hour layover before the Deer Creek shows. And I was like, I'm staying here in Columbus, Ohio with my friends. Cause smoking cruise is coming through mm-hmm. and fucking Cypress is in there. I got in, I don't remember how I got miracled in. And, uh, when I was leaving the show and I had like blonde dreads, I was tripping fucking acid for weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally like two weeks straight of tripping acid and, uh, be real was signing autographs at a table. And mm-hmm. I went walking by and with my fucking blonde dreads and shit eating grin, I was just like, you rule brother. And he was like, thanks man. Or you're awesome. And like, and I die. And he was like, thanks man. Yeah. Cause he was like busy, you know, mm-hmm. entertaining the line. But I was like, fuck the line. You rule dude. <laughs> and he was like, I hear you. Uh, it meant a lot, and then within 24 hours, I was in jail.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my world. That's my
0: world, dude. I uh, you know who Spice One is, don't you? I heard the name. So he he was a big West Coast rapper when I was growing up, and uh, I got to see him a couple years back, and I saw him in a shitty Chinese restaurant in Beaverton, which kind of sucked. But afterwards, I got to fucking uh, sit with him outside because we knew the guys that were opening up for him. My buddy knew him, and that's why we went to the show and shit. So we all stood around in a circle outside of this Chinese restaurant, and we all threw in on a blunt, and I got to fucking sit there and smoke a blunt with a motherfucker I've been listening to since I was 12 years old, dude. It was pretty fucking cool. You know? But I felt bad because I'm like, damn, dude, in the 90s, you were cracking, and you pulled up in a shitty minivan to this fucking... Chinese restaurant in the back alley of a fucking Beaverton, you know? But it was still really cool to be able to, to hang out with him and smoke a blunt, dude. And I, I even fucking fanboyed out a little bit and was like, bro, I've been listening to you since I was 12, dog, like, this is crazy. This is so fucking dope for me, you know? And he was just like, yeah, it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, that was cool, though.
1: Yeah, I think most artists... care more about art than anything don't give a shit about any any of that stuff really
0: I didn't want to go too loud like fucking you fucking changed my life
1: (laughs) the times I've met people that blew my mind that I got to meet them I just basically offered encouragement like I adored them with my eyes like I was just like you are don't stop do it whatever you're doing do it I literally said that
0: you know, I met that was awesome. Actually, I met a couple of them, but the one that I met a couple of times was Terry Porter, and he was uh, the point guard for the Blazers when I was growing up, and I was a huge fucking Blazers fan. Julie serving Doctor J, and uh,
1: affected my life forever.
0: I was going to alternative school in Oregon City, and his doctor was Oregon City, so he would pull up to his doctor's office like across the street, and there'd be like fifteen little shitty thirteen-year-olds out there smoking cigarettes and shit. <laughs> And he would come up and fucking sign autographs and talk to us, like, multiple times, dude. He was, like, the nicest guy. Say that last part again. What?
1: In the street, and what? Oh, yeah,
0: we were... I was standing We standing outside our alternative school. All you had
1: to do was what? What? The last thing he said. All you had to do was...
0: All I had to do was what? I don't know. I don't remember.
1: Sorry. I got distracted because I think you're high, bro. This is the hook. This is the send Dog hook. I want you to hear. Ready?
0: Delicious. this kills.
1: This is a crusher. <laughs> this is John Harding.
0: Here it comes. <laughs> it's alright. Oh <laughs> I'm
1: full blown goosebumps, dude. I fucking if I was in Mexico right now hanging out with my friends down there, I'd say Piel del Pollo. Skin of the chicken. That's my horrible translation of <laughs> Whatever.
0: That's funny. Oh it's alright, bro. Uh know <laughs> That's a crusher. I don't like this beat. Don't like no, the beat too bugs slow. Me. No, it's just too sad. It's just one that doesn't appeal to me. I mean, it's Muggs, very, very Muggs, boom bap for sure.
1: Mugs is gonna get you.
0: Oh, I love his beat, dude. One of my favorite songs of all time is the fucking interlude on the fucking uh, Black Sunday album. You know what I'm talking about? Interlude. Yeah, that's all it is. It's an interlude. It's like a minute long, maybe 30 seconds long.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. Now I gotta fucking find that.
1: that? That's Trump. That's Trump's trumpet.
0: Let me connect real quick. Let me connect.
1: This is a fun song. Yeah.
0: Let me connect. <laughs> oh, oh, you ready? Yeah. Bluetooth? Yeah. I didn't hear you. Boop boop.
1: Ganja.
0: Okay. You know this song.
1: Love it. Marijuana is a hemp plant.
0: This shit just makes me wanna go. (laughs) Is it Jack
1: Herrera that they're sampling?
0: I'm not sure. Alexa, shut up. What? Alexa just came up on my phone. God damn it! Is that that shit in this app? I do because it's my music app.
2: I didn't find anything called iPhone that can play music.
1: (laughs) To play on your speaker, use the device name or set up multi-room music in the Alexa app. Hey Alexa. How many people
2: of NSA are listening to us right now? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the world population today is approximately 7.67 billion. No,
1: everybody's NSA. No way.
0: I'm in in 16 seconds. Yeah, this shit makes me want to pass out. or don't want to do
2: it. <laughs>
0: Song is awesome when you're really baked. You just put it on a loop, put it on repeat. <laughs> I
1: just want to state for the record, John, that if there were two beautiful women sitting in here right now, we would not be acting like assholes, idiots, except for the fact that we'd be fawning all over them and worshiping
0: them as no, much as they let us. I'm still an asshole, bro. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. I'd be you calling you
1: on it. I'd be like, John's actually <laughs> gentlemen gentleman, ladies. <laughs>
0: no girls like that anymore trust me I've been a good guy many times I
1: can't tell you how many specifically single fathers I know that cry in their beer not that you're crying in a beer (laughs) that cry in their kratom no I'm just kidding (laughs) that that, uh, have had their hearts broken by women and have never recovered so many so many of my friends
0: I'm a chicken hawk hunting for a chicken.
1: Did I tell you my horrible story about this song?
0: Hmm. It's horrible. Do you wanna,
1: Do you wanna hear a horrible story?
0: Yeah. Oh, um, up for one. Yeah. Oh bro, yeah, up uh, your hands okay. and like clones. So, so when I got locked up,
1: up, up in Noblesville for four months in 98, my my cellmate was this awesome dude, and uh, he one day had saved up pills that he had traded with another dude for, yeah. and, and he and I had brewed hooch, and so he took his hooch with the pills, and went from like total sobriety to fucked up out of his mind, and like was carted off the block in a in a in a in a wheelchair. Like sent off to medical because he was so fucked up. He collapsed in the line to get your roll of shit paper. He just collapsed and yeah. started pissing himself. <laughs> so I ended up getting a succession of insane roommates. I got, they ran me through the ringer because it was weird, man. When I first went in, I was tripping balls on acid.
0: Yeah. and they got like
1: 200 of us in two days so when i went in there there was overflow everybody was sleeping on mats on the floor you know Nice. and i didn't give a fuck dude i was screaming at them i was like we're too fucking cold give us some fucking blankets and everybody's (laughs) like everybody's looking at me like dude don't get you know you're you're asking for it and I was like, I don't give a fuck if I'm asking for it. I'm asking for a fucking blanket. Yeah. And uh, so they ended up putting me in like the second from highest block, not the not the murderers, just the like the one next to the murderers. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know how it is, dude. Like there's all kinds of people. There's people in just for the you know for, for too many drunk drunk driving. A lot of a lot of DUIs in there. Yeah. You know? But my roommate happened to be this dreadlock dude that was like just like me and you like shaved his upper mustache and, um, and, uh, like everybody in there called him Abe stink Cause he had dark <laughs> hair like you and, uh, and fucking, yeah. excuse me. So when he left, my first roommate was this amazing brother that I'm like, I love this dude. He's also crazy and white, very white power and was in on his 12th DUI. And came got released because he was a good old boy with connections like like judges let him out kind of a guy Mm -hmm. judges had him do special uh favors too and you know that kind of guy good old boy real proud like would argue the facts of slavery and uh i don't know if you've ever been to indiana but ask mike pence about it But, uh (laughs) but um and he got released Came back in on his thirteenth DUI as well.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, he, he's he's one of a kind. Many one of a kinds in in a cell block. So uh, why the fuck am I talking about that? What was I talking about? Okay. So I had this horrible roommate. This dude came in, and it was like they wanted to punish me, or something. And he was an older dude. Rumor was that he was like a pedophile. you you didn't know what his charge was but that was the rumor Uh that he could just because of his vibe dude he just had an ill vibe like he he didn't know how to be normal around people and he was sick he came into my cell like bunk beds you know what I mean yeah coughing like snot coming out of his nose coughing every one of my red flags went off about this guy including that he was a pervert of some sort and at one point he was like uh, ill vibing me in the in the room and I was just stuck in there with him and I just remember quoting the line because chicken hawk I was raised is an older dude that likes younger boys really? I, I was taught that yeah I haven't heard so that one before. I, I don't I don't know if be real is talking about it like that but I believe that among asshole men that that is a term that they use.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like talking about like country club shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, that, that fucking scratch golfer with the same caddy for the past 10 years. He's a chicken hawk. Like, what's that? Oh, he likes younger boys. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. Uh... Um, so I just thought to myself, like when I had that thought in the room, I'm like, I bet this dude's a chicken hawk. And in my head, I thought that. And so out loud, I said, I'm a chicken hawk I'm hunting for a chicken <laughs> and immediately as soon as that came out of my mouth before I got to the second line he started laughing so all I said was I'm a chicken hawk I'm hunting for a chicken and he just started laughing because he, I'm like this dude likes chicken hawks as a, that was the thought that went in my head you know what I mean I used be real flow as like a metric of like yeah I do think this guy is an asshole uh-uh. like it was all like, you know you're trapped you know what I mean you're just trapped. You're stuck with this fucking dude, and you're like, should I even should I even care that he's that he's here, that he a that he's alive? Should I care about this person?
0: I don't know. Did you? Because there are broken people, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are
1: some people that are like predatorily, like they're a rat in a cage, and they're gonna fucking gnaw their way out. They're gonna gnaw their fucking way out, and. If they got to gnaw through you, they're going to fucking gnaw through you. There are people like that.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm
1: pretty glad I never uh, went to prison. Dude, that's another example of how fucked the system is. I've never been to prison, and everybody assures me wholeheartedly that has, that I had it worse in fucking jail, because that's Uh, the way they do it. Yeah. They make you suffer before they fucking have to fucking deal with you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've only been to a holding cell once. Thank God.
1: I've probably been in twenty-five, thirty.
0: I got taken in for uh, false information to a police officer. From from <laughs>
1: Connecticut to the bottom of Mexico.
0: Yeah, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> Do you hear that the, uh, the white nationalists are mad because they found out that Rage Against the Machine is actually a band that is against them. Well, I've been watching. Tom, <laughs>
1: I've been watching Tom Morello like on Twitter, like being like, "Dude, check out my work." Like, what is your? What point? do you
0: think "Killing in the Name" of is about? Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses, really. What <laughs> you? What were you gathering from the lyrics, bro? <laughs> oh.
1: this is generation x bro this is like we got a hard line in the sand of reality like the boomers the boomers have been fucking with our reality since we were born and they're the ones that came up with we won't be fooled again yeah no no talking about my generation let's talk about your generation (laughs) motherfuckers let's talk about it
0: let the greed fucking get to you the same as anything else dude good one too. I have heard this one a all. Live and direct. And, and, and I do,
1: I do love boomers, dude. I just, as long as they're not shaping the future anymore, I will protect them. I will protect and defend boomers doing anything they want as long as they're not destroying everything.
0: Dude, my fucking parents are even more crazy liberal than I am, dude. I get into it with my fucking stepdad, dude. Jesus Christ.
1: What's he say that you don't like?
0: Oh, he is hardcore fucking Trump-hater fucking liberal. Give me an example
1: of something that you get into it with him about.
0: Like Biden. We get into it about Biden.
1: Because he wants you to vote for him?
0: Well, because he just blindly fucking supports him, even though he's a fucked up piece of shit, too.
1: Well, that's how some people have to hold on to their sanity, man. They're, those people haven't been in jails, and they haven't been in loony bins. They haven't been addicted to shit.
0: No, but he's gotten more fucking, you know, more radicalized as well, babe, you know, for the left.
1: Okay, Fox News
0: the fuck you're living
1: in a world where bush didn't steal the 2000 election and we've been dealing with it Uh, for 20 years.
0: i'm not fucking fox news bro i can't stand any of that shit that's what i'm saying i that's what they say the radicalized bullshit on both sides dude i i don't think that
1: anybody who's talking about the democrats is radical anything they're a problem still
0: yeah i'm sorry
1: they're problems they're
0: radical as fuck uh, for the fucking super progressive left.
1: What's super progressive about any Democrat? Name one thing.
0: I'm just saying they're kowtowing they're bowing down to the shit. No, they're
1: not. Yeah, they are. They're corralling it. They're they're muting it. Bernie Sanders would be running. So
0: all this fucking bullshit, left shit, like you can't say what you want to say, and if you say what we don't like, it's just, it's fascism on the other side, bro. Who's saying that? Democrats aren't saying. The fucking that. far left, dude. That's what I'm saying. Look
1: calling them the far left
0: Fox News is. That's why they still fucking bow Fox. down to the fucking uh, Twitter mob bro nobody's, Pelosi and all that shit the bro the Twitter
1: mob is like the the the, the, Hold on. the, the fish that they're fishing for in the ocean
0: oh, sorry what were you saying
1: it's working out well huh it's like who wants the music boom boom boom
0: have you been doing uh, intros or outros for these Like, do you come on and go, hey, this is da 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 Because we just start talking, and then we just end talking, usually, so fucking...
1: But I can fade it in,
0: fade it out. You you might want to, like, just fucking say, hey, this is...
1: I'm trying to get Sean Dugan to fucking do an acoustic uh, jam that I can do a noodley intro-outro with.
0: Have some do the fucking intro to you? Huh? today on fucking Pissed Off Pater's podcast, this is what we're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Oh...
1: What do you say we go halfsies on a bastard world? <laughs> Give us a wank with the jaws of your arse. I
0: want to your get Sean over here and hear I love listening to his stories growing up, dude, because it's such a different thing than I'm not used to.
1: Hello, world. Give us a wank with the jaws of your arse. Let
0: <laughs> me tell you a little about growing up in the IRA, a little Northern Ireland.
1: When I was six years old, I strapped cigarettes up my thighs, <laughs> put on a baggy pair of jeans, went and visited my uncles in the uh, British prison. ACAB <laughs> folks, all cops are bastards. And I'm like, I'm like, can I be the pre C prick show? And I'd like to point out that bastards are not a bad thing. It's an aristocratic slur. I don't care who your parents
0: are. Oh, God. You're such a fucking. <laughs> You're such a PC police, y'all. Fuck.
1: I'm trying to think what's best for everybody, so it's like, if. So what?
0: It's unfiltered. That's what's good about it, dude, is that we can speak our minds and you disagree with me and I disagree with you. But and
1: I used the word bastard until I met a dude who said, I'm a bastard, Joel, and I said, oh, I'm my God. I'm a bastard
0: if you really want to think about so, it.
1: So that's why I don't like using the word, dude. It
0: doesn't mean anything to me, though.
1: You for you, because you are one. I'm definitely
0: not one. You I, fucking bastard.
1: Robert W. Miller will make it very <laughs> clear to you that I am not a bastard. That's
0: my bastard, child.
1: Uh, I'm I'm the bane of his existence at this point. And, uh, well, he,
0: so he might call you he, a bastard. He would probably
1: prefer that I was a bastard. <laughs> but that would mean he didn't exist. Um, from my perspective. Anyway, what are we talking about?
0: Intro and outro on the podcast. My
1: cousin plays the fiddle and the mandolin and he's really good and I want to get his I think shit. it might
0: just be... Just for you to, I mean, it'd be cool to have some music and shit or whatever, but maybe You mean pop, talk about We pop in and say, talk hey, about each this one before episode, it comes out. Yeah, we're talking about this Well, you know
1: the ones that we did already and you have copies of them that are ready to yeah. go There's like two that you have right now that mm-hmm. are ready to go, I think So if you want to add some, listen to them, figure out what you want to do and we'll do it. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Well, you know how I feel, bro. Fucking, you can release them however you want. No, the intro, outro that, you oh, wanted, that you're talking about. You, I just think you know. You do it. I don't want to do it. Just pop on and say, "Hey, this is what we're talking about this episode." You do it. Kind of give an intro to the show. You do it. And then don't give me end, more work.
1: I got too much work. And then at the end it.
0: we'll just fucking say, We we do it." All right. If you're ready now, if you're ready now,
1: we can do it right now.
0: I don't. I'll have to remember what. That's what I'm saying. So we'll do it. Listen to it again. You're gonna have to listen
1: to it. Listen to it again. Make sure there's nothing you want. Or we could
0: just go topics this episode, cover politics. Figure it out.
1: And when you want to record it, we'll record it. But if Emmy says that one can go up, I'll put it up without one. And then if you make one, then I'll put it back on.
0: She's not gonna care, man.
1: It starts out because I had to edit it all. So it starts out when she first comes in, it's like it doesn't even come in proper like she doesn't come in and go hi everybody and we're yeah. like hi her you know it's like she just starts talking about like
0: you know yeah, but that one was just more of a you know test fucking bad yeah but she
1: might be like cut the part where I say I'm fat you know what <laughs> I mean
0: but I think it's cute <laughs> Nobody because cares, dude. I think
1: it's cute because she, first of all I think she's cute and second of all uh, she's not fat you know what I mean so it's like t- she's talking about the corona you know yeah. what I mean she's talking about the way everybody is you know I feel fat like yeah it's a, it's a legitimate...
0: Whatever. You know how I feel. Just put it out there. I don't care what I'm anybody thinks listen. about me. I want approval
1: from everybody always.
0: I'm, not gonna... I'm, I'm who I am, and I'm not changing who I am. And if you don't like it, whatever. Everybody changes
1: who they are, don't worry.
0: I don't change my the way I am as a person. I might change my views, but... The way I'm going to present those views is always going to be the same. Well
1: you're always gonna you're always gonna reflect your core like you're saying but as far as the fucking noises that you make with your flapping lips let them change however the fuck they want
0: I'm a product of the way I was raised because I was raised by a hippie mom that also that smoked weed all the time but also was a fucking person that was really into guns so and I grew up in the country till I was 12 fucking being a country boy country's fuck in the woods and then I also lived in the city, you know. So I have a little different perspective of both things because I've done it, you know. And that's why I'm more down the middle of everything.
1: John, you're down the middle. Is very down the middle to me and you, but to the mass society that we live in, you are like fucking one of a kind, dude.
0: I think my views reflect uh, probably with more people than you think I think no, there's more moderate I people I
1: agree with you but I don't think that they would agree with you unless you explained yourself
0: maybe you know what I mean yeah I mean of course we're all a product of our environment so I was taught to love everybody but I was also taught that you defend yourself and you know I brought up shooting guns and living in the woods and making fires and all that shit too So boy yeah
1: White I was a boy. hippie
0: hippie survivalist bro yeah. and then I fucking moved to the city and got into hip hop and fucking thought I was black and <laughs> lived that life for fucking some years
1: <laughs> I think you still aspire
0: I don't I don't want to be black I like being who I am and I don't think it's uh, I'm proud to be white it's just what color I am who gives a fuck I
1: think that you embrace the fact that we're all one and everybody's white everybody's black
0: exactly I don't I don't want to be that asshole that goes I don't see color because unfortunately societally we do fucking see it And if you had but to, I don't give a fuck who you are if it, you're a good person then that's all that fucking matters and, and if you
1: had to pick a culture that you were going to soak yourself in for the rest of your life I think that you would pick an Afrocentric culture over a Swedencentric culture who
0: knows? Yeah. What if I moved to Sweden and it was the dopest shit ever, bro? And I just fucking was like, where's my blonde hair dye? Right. And my blue contacts. Yeah. I, and, and who am I to know, you know? I'm sure I would love living in Sweden, bro. If I could move... I would love to move to Europe right now. They won't let me come. They'd be like, no, American. We don't want you.
1: <laughs> Only way I'm making it to Europe is if there's a teleporter or, uh, like, solar-powered Dude. planes.
0: Let's do a road trip podcast. If bro. someone had a
1: sailboat and they'd take me and there was a reason to go.
0: Fuck that. Let's save up some money and we'll do a fucking tour of Europe. Podcast on the road, dude. We'll do what I always wanted to do when I was younger. We'll get some backpacks. We'll fucking only only if we're a do, rail ticket.
1: only if we do from here to the bottom of Chile first. We have to do the Americas. I don't know if
0: we can do both, dude. Would, we're going to do that. I you gotta, I definitely a, have to pick the Americas. You want to do like the Pan-American Highway or whatever the definitely fuck Definitely want
1: to pick the Americas over Europe. Why? Because they're better. So so I
0: want to go see fucking I'm, Greece. I, and this, is, this, is, this is where I'm from. This is it. My fucking, my shit. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Roman and Greek uh, I I saw culture. Sicily
1: for two weeks thanks to the U.S. government, ROTC, <laughs> and it was beautiful. And the people there were awesome. And I ain't fucking with that. Like they got that. Like that's righteous. But that ain't me.
0: I could care less about anything but seeing the fucking ruins. That's all I'd want to do anyway, dude. Just let me go see some ruins. Why
1: would <laughs> I want to see the American ruins?
0: I'd love to go to Belize. It's fucking cool there. Oh, oh! oh I see there. the language barrier is an issue. No, they speak fucking English in Belize. That's why. I'm,
1: <laughs> that's why I'm saying you prefer Europe.
0: No, no, no. I can't speak Italian or fucking Latin or anything either, bro, fuck. They probably do speak English a lot more over there, though. But no, that's just what interests me. Not that I'm not interested in the Mayan civilization and the Aztecs and all that shit, too, because I am. I'm interested in all fucking, you know, ancient civilizations like that. I love all that shit. I'd love to see the pyramids in Mexico and in Belize and shit. And I'd love to go to Machu Picchu. That's that's on my bucket list, bro. I know it's kind of a tourist fucking shithole now, but I'd still love to see it.
1: One of my best bros went there. Brought me back a uh, carving of a condor on top of a jaguar on top of a serpent. Lost it because I went crazy.
0: How fucking civilizations like that managed to create the things that they did has always been interesting to me. Yeah. They didn't have the wheel, bro, and they built that shit up on top of a fucking hill. A mountain.
1: He also brought me back a shillelagh from fucking Ireland. A from Ireland. He went to the top of the fucking mountain that St. Patrick fucking drove the snakes, whatever, yeah. whatever. Cast them out. I went crazy with that and broke that, too.
0: <laughs> Don't break your shillelagh now.
1: On a, on a corner in Philly. Because Bush was coming to town. <laughs> I went down to South Philly and smashed Bush so much. I went down to <laughs> South Philly. I found out Bush was coming to town. I freaked out, drove down to South Philly and smashed a shillelagh on the street corner dancing to street buskers.
0: Dude, now that we have Trump, I don't hate Bush as much as I used to.
1: <laughs> I hate this conversation so much. <laughs> I'm offended by that. Like, intellectually, like, Bush is the architect of Trump's world. Trump walked into no, the, Trump no. walked into the Republican Party. If it's anything, Party. it would be
0: Cheney that was the architect. Excuse
1: me, sir. Trump walked into the Republican Party that bowed to him, and what Republican Party was that? The vacant void that was there was left by what?
0: What by Bush?
1: Two generations of them, and you and you're wondering if it was them, and it was Daddy Bush. Oh, I know. As the head of the CIA, yes, I know. As vice president to an actor with Alzheimer's, starting in <laughs> 1980, and you're puzzled that I think it's the Bush. This is the this Bush is the mine up. Chaney, this is the mine up. This is what happens when they put acid in uh, our fucking water, dude. dude.
0: Fucking Bush wasn't smart enough to pull any of that shit off, dude. Huh? Bush wasn't smart enough to pull any of that shit off. That was Cheney, and old Bush, because he had the. Listen,
1: man, if our argument. Is that it's not the Bush family because it was puppet masters that were puppeting the Bush No, it's Bushes. still the Bush family. I I'm don't just give saying, a fuck. Bush
0: himself, W.
1: That semantic fucking point is irrelevant. <laughs> a war criminal is a war criminal. I'm saying, bro. Don't hate
0: him as much as fucking the rest don't of the Don't hate else. a
1: war criminal as much as another war criminal. Okay, because, then hate Obama? Honestly, he bombed okay, people kids a too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? Yes. So you can't ever love any president because they've all committed some kind of war atrocity. Obama
1: didn't run on being a fucking war crime. That's why I voted for You're him. Still, kid more. I voted for him people. twice because he didn't. He didn't run on being a war crime. He ran on hope.
0: And yeah, and what happened? And he shit felt, was good for eight years, and now I, it's I, fucking shit. I don't blame him. It's I always blame the power. Don't blame him either. I blame the I power. I loved Obama.
1: It's the Republicans.
0: He was the mo- one of the most presidential presidents it's, we've had. It's the
1: Republicans, and if it's not the Republicans, it's the Democrats. It's both of them.
0: Oh, of course it is. That's my biggest fucking point. Amen. They're all the same. You want to argue about fucking Bush this and Biden that and when there's fucking all pedophiles and fucking... They just found out fucking UFOs are real and shit. Like,
1: all right, hold on All a this second.
0: shit fucking happens, bro, and nobody even hold pays hold attention.
1: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What? I'm not saying UFOs are not real because they very well may be. Oh, they got it. If the federal government is withholding from the people... The existence of UFOs. Shame on them.
0: Joel, They're, you didn't see that they fucking no. cop to it? No. You didn't see that? They said, we
1: discovered something that is not from this earth. A exactly. Craft.
0: They're admitting.
1: A craft. Yes. That's so a UFO. That could be a fucking Chinese. Uh, not from this earth? That, that could be a Chinese fucking spacecraft. That would be from
0: this earth, though.
1: They they built in their secret Chinese fucking cave moon lab. on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> But if they're not sharing it with the world and they're not sharing it with the people of the U S first,
0: so you don't believe it's actually real.
1: I'm saying, what is it? If they got this, show it to us. What the fuck are they talking about? They like unrest. Trump likes unrest. He wants you, uh, blood in the streets. Do you think Roswell was real. I think that when Roswell became an issue, It was the right trying to do a failing power grab, just like now it's Trump trying to do a failing power grab. Like, they they have it right now, and they want to hold it, and people getting fired up about UFOs is helping the state have more power. Yeah, but that
0: was, like, not even a blip on the fucking radar. Nobody even fucking cares, bro. That's the thing. It's because everyone will
1: believe it when they see it. That's why.
0: That's my point, is that everybody's so that's caught why up in, that's in why hating Trump, one side or the other. That's why
1: Trump's going to rip this country apart if he doesn't leave peacefully, because everybody was Already. like, all right, Trump, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, nobody believes it, because nobody sees it.
0: I'm telling you, that's why I'm buying more guns, bro. I'm a firm believer it's fucking about to get ripped apart. You
1: think it's going to be Mad Max?
0: I'd rather be prepared than not, Portland. bro. I'd rather be prepared than not. I need to go buy a bunch of rounds, is what I need. I to doubt make.
1: I could dude because I've been in so many loony bins. Are you a felon? Technically no, I believe because I mean, you that, could probably get again. That whole Noblesville and he, No, I don't think you can from a loony bin. Um, There's plenty or, of people that are crazy. That three oh twos, fifty one fifties, whatever you want to call it. Um I mean, uh, believe me, I, I could have a gun if yeah. I wanted a gun. I'm not saying I couldn't, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, you're saying, I don't want to open carry my AK pistol. <laughs> like, I don't think I could do that because of looney bins. Um, and I don't care.
0: I don't. I don't. Hey, if I, I got a Mad Max to go to the grocery store, I will. But I don't
1: live in a gun world. I don't live in that you world. You live
0: in that world. I. That's the world you I live in. I don't. I don't. But you live you in it.
1: You do. I live in your gun world.
0: Well, yeah, you I live, live in everybody's in, gun I world. Live in, you not live in America. I don't bro. live in a gun world.
1: I don't live in a gun world. I respect them. Well, that's America. I, I know how to spin them and throw them and clean them, <laughs> and I'm a good shot. Like I'm, I'm I know. Let's go shooting, Joel. Come on. I'll go shooting with you if you want, but I'll be wearing my ear protectors and I'll be real fucking of careful. Course. And if you start horsing around and pointing that shit at me, I'll be like, I'm out, bro. You know what I mean? Like.
0: I'm do just, you really think? No, I'm just saying that like, I would do some stupid shit like I'm that. I'm just saying,
1: like it's they're not fun for me. I it? know trigger fucking my discipline. Point I is, know
0: muzzle discipline, bro. My
1: point is, they're not fun for me. It's not fun. It's a killing machine. It's like I'm holding a, a death.
0: You're just going to plink though.
1: Yeah, I'll plink, but
0: you're not whatever. killing anything. Whatever. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> the le- last time I killed, first an I'll have to research gun. the laws my and find mean, out if I'm
1: legally allowed to plink with you in Oregon. I don't want to get locked up for fucking <laughs> plinking. I like, I like being a legal pothead. I like being a legal human.
0: Hey, you just go up in the mountains anyway, bro. ain't nobody ever fucking around. I hear
1: you. This is a Wild West state. There's no bounty hunters in this state. There's no bail bonds in this I go to the state. same
0: place every time I go to It's Malala. This
1: is the closest I've ever seen to the Wild West besides the Donata.
0: Shoot a fucking AK or a Scorpion or a P90. That's just fun, bro. Get some thermite and blow it up, too, while you're fucking doing it. It's all kinds of good times, bro. That's some hillbilly shit right there. The hillbillies got it right when they did that.
1: That's probably not legit. Thermite blowing up. blowing up. You don't
0: know you can get thermite and blow it up? In Oregon, yeah. people legally can... You can go get thermite and then you load... You put your thermite in your can or whatever you're going to shoot. It's legal. I doubt it.
1: Yeah. It's legal. I've done it, dude. Yeah, that's an example of why this is the Wild West.
0: So it blows up when you shoot it. Speaking of...
1: Do you know that the dude himself, Sam Elliott, lives in Southern Oregon?
0: Yeah, he's from fucking... He went to whatever, Centennial over here.
1: His, his mama had a house in Portland until she passed.
0: Yeah, up, he's an Oregon boy.
1: This is some fucking twerking... Stripper shit here.
0: I love that South shit, bro. This is my favorite, uh, like, newer guy that raps. He's been around for a while, but.
1: This will get some badass freaking hotties, like, flexing their shit.
0: This guy does all his own beats and raps all his own shit. That's what I like about him. And he's from Mississippi, so he makes a lot of smooth fucking beats.
1: I think you'll get, if you can deal with the setup, if you'll get it exactly how you have it, but coming more like...
0: I'm louder anyways, bro. I don't... Yours is always way better than
1: mine, I'm just saying, as far as technique that I'm...
0: Need your technique, Joel. I'm watching videos like crazy,
1: dude. Like, ultimately, I'll probably be able to find out that there's some like computer nerd that figured out some some uh, algorithms so that like I could like just highlight the whole track and it'll just automatically raise and lower voices to like make it equal. There's probably someone that already I'm figured sure there out, is, yeah. but I'm like tediously learning. Yeah, because it's like
0: the long to mix it.
1: The, the more that I spend doing it tedious even though it's slower I'm learning so much yeah. more this way like
0: shit produce multiple podcasts bro <laughs> I
1: mean you see those blue lines from our voices relative yeah. to the music yeah when I loaded that task cam from the first conversation that we ever had mm-hmm. up into this our conversation level was lower was thinner than the music line the, uh, the background music line yeah. thinner like I was like did I even get it yeah and and I got it to where you hear it now from that yeah like I'm learning dude. I mean how long I, that was May 1st right yeah I've been working on it since May 1st yeah June for June July almost three months yeah to turn that tiny line of like shit was too loud shit was uh, the wind all kind of <laughs> like when it goes too high it's clipping is what they call it yeah not only was it clip but you yeah. know like on Sean's you know Kelly next door who might be popping in for a pod her and her teenage daughter got into it in their backyard while we were recording on that same recorder outside mm-hmm. yeah and it's like You for like a good part of like two, three minutes, you hear us get talking about things that I don't want to cut, but you can hear two women going (laughs) at it in the background. And then when it gets absurd at one point, Sean, because Sean and I are like pointing and rolling our eyes like, what are we supposed to do here? Like, stay out of it. And at one point he just burst out laughing and uh, because it was like, it got to the point where the teenage girl was sobbing and um so we took it inside yeah and so for the rest of it it was it was you know you could still hear through, <laughs> the, through the window through the closed window you could still hear him, but but it was way more manageable but i edited out as much of that other yeah. like with that while keeping the conversation that i didn't want to lose mm-hmm. i like totally diced it up so yeah to protect the to protect the anonymity the suffering of the anonymity of the suffering, <laughs> dude, I mean, I've suffered, dude, Everybody suffered. But one thing that I've learned as I've gotten older is no one else ever has a right to tell you how to suffer that. Like if you're living the best life you can live, that the suffering that you're enduring, you've consciously created for yourself you've looked at the way it is and you're like this i can bear this i can bear this i can bear and no one's putting suffering on you and when they try to like i've learned how to like deflect it more like uh like how we were talking about a problematic co-worker in the past that we used to paint with and he's not a painter anymore it's like i just learned like with him as an example that there's some people that it's just better to avoid yeah that you know to each his own but and by the way i think to each his own is like a sexist genocidal viking expression meaning when they looted a village the chieftain would say to each his own meaning go rape somebody go go rape somebody and take take her as yours and no one else will have that
0: one that you're raping uh better days Better day. It's like that Pirates
1: of the <laughs> Caribbean ride in Disney World. Yeah, no. You ever been there? No. I would have guessed not. When you're homeless at 12, yeah. 14, you generally don't make it to Disney World. Yeah, never s- made it to that one. I'm sorry to hear that. If I ever <laughs> get a chance, I'll make sure you get to walk around there stoned as shit.
0: I, I don't even want to go, dude, because it's such a, you know, shit show there now. Like I don't want to stand in line for three hours to go on a fucking ride. Right. It's not worth it, dude. Yeah.
1: And basically, like that's the only ride you really care about going on. So, well, I mean, they so got a hundred. Hundred twenty dollars. You can't go ticket. there
0: for a day, dude. You got to go there for a fucking week, and then yeah, yeah, you got to pay for. But the I'm saying line that you're, hop yeah, you're like currently five hundred dollars a day. You're confronting a
1: hundred and twenty dollars day ticket for if you chose the four choice rides that you wanted to go on most. Yeah. That would be a long day yeah. to just make it on four rides exactly.
0: I got to go to Six Flags um, when I was like 20, maybe 22, I think. What state? In, uh, California. Like, uh, the actual Six Flags, Magic Mountain. The
1: actual one to me is in Jersey.
0: This one's on top of the grapevine, like outside of Los Angeles. Magic Mountain or whatever. So, we went there on the last day of the season. And so there was nobody there for some reason like I mean there was people there but like there was I never had to wait in a line once dude we rode every ride in that park multiple fucking times dude
1: because they only stay open until school's in and then once yeah. school's in they're like Anywhere that yep. all, all our help's gone and none of our customers dude, can come dude me and
0: my, because there was like six of us so we all kind of split off into little groups and these guys were all oh, we're going to go ride Batman we're going to go ride the Superman one and me and my buddy went and to ride the Riddler and there was nobody there, bro. We walked on and then walked back up the fucking thing and got back on and went again and then did it again. Went back up on. What was we the never Riddler? had to wait in line. We would what just walk the, down to the bottom. What kind of and ride was it, the
1: Riddler? What? What kind of a ride it was It was like the, the one Riddler? where you
0: hang off the bottom of the track, you know, and you go through these down through shit and then up and flip around and. We did the X that was the first year that they had the X there. And you sit, you hang off the side of the track in these rotating seats. That was scary. So you go up to the top of the first big, you know, down. And as you come up over the top of the first big hill, the seats, they uh, rotate down. So you're facing down as you go over the fucking edge of it. Thank you. And so all through the ride, those seats are rotating and flipping you around and shit while you're going through all the different loops. And yeah, that shit was crazy. But that was the dopest shit, dude, because we went and we just had the rain in the place the whole fucking day, dude. I can't, there must not have been more than a couple hundred people there at at the park, dude, you know.
1: There's two very close to me, Dorney Park and Hershey Park. Yeah. From Hershey Chocolate. And the town really smells like chocolate, they pipe it. (laughs) They do. (laughs)
0: I went to uh, was Cedar Point, which is an old kind of old famous park in Ohio when I was younger. And they got the big old wood roller coasters, you know, the big mm. monstrous ones.
1: That's a Dorney Park had yeah. Super Duper Looper. Mm-hmm. Is one of. Them. I don't think the Super Duper Looper was a uh, wood, but they had like the biggest wood ones that was still yeah. around. That was one of the magical things about the Jersey Shore on the wooden boardwalks they would have like a little like two seater roller coaster where you're like Yeah. City jets, I think it was called City Jets.
0: Like the the when this fucking fair comes through town, it's one of those.
1: It's it's an example of the way that everything's getting crazier because it was simple, two people could fit in it, and it was scary and fun. And if you got hurt on it like you wouldn't die like it wasn't like you you might fall from like three or four stories up onto a boardwalk you know yeah. but how would you do that you'd have to jump out really yeah. um there's nothing no loops or anything it was mm-hmm. just a track but yeah. it was a fun track because yeah. it was like rick, up and rickety and it had the right yeah. enough of the a whole bank thing, that you pulled shit, some g's yeah. and shit you know and nowadays it's like oh yeah did you hear last summer this guy got decapitated, walking underneath the fucking green dragon or whatever the fuck they, you know.
0: I think I have pictures of when we went on Batman. Yeah, they take the picture of you. I think I bought the picture. I got it somewhere floating around in my house. Yeah, I was a little player, a little 22-year-old young player. <laughs> I was all decked in like Nike gear and <laughs> All matching with a visor, orange visor. Orange and blue shirt, blue and orange fucking shorts, Nike slides. It's pimping, bro. We went to Catalina that uh, trip too, which was really cool. I
1: was, I was raised to be non-brand conscious, to not care about brands, by a man who, as soon as he had raised all three children, became the most brand conscious <laughs> metrosexual <laughs> that you'd ever met in your life. But like. Uh, I was never a Nike guy. I never had the money for Nikes. Um, I felt like the jocks that loved Nike, as I was growing up, I was like, some people just care about professional sports. I don't. And I was like, some people care about wearing Nikes. And I was like, I don't. And I just remember thinking, like, the guys that care about Nikes care about how they look. And I don't.
0: To be honest, I don't even know why I had that outfit because I've always been an Adidas guy. So. I mean, you
1: have outfits, John. I yeah. don't. I don't have outfits. Yeah. If I have an outfit, I'm sheepish about it. I'm like, look at my hunting dude, outfit. Dude, when
0: I was in my 20s, bro, I would, when I went to the store to buy clothes, I would buy outfits. Dude. Look
1: at my protest outfit. You know, like, I got like... Uh, dude, yeah, I
0: used to have the dopest fucking denim fucking outfit, bro, with the jeans and the denim coat to match. There's a fat farm. I had
1: fun with shit like that in college. Like, when I first started fucking experimenting with mushroom and acid and stuff, like, me and the, like, awesome hippie-ish friends that I had were, were like, hitting the thrift store, like that Macklemore song, and, and we were wearing, like, patchwork
0: corduroy,
1: you know. You were lef- doing the hippie version. Leftovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had outfits, but it was just for fun, really. It was something to, like... Make a spectacle. Bro, when you're
0: going to the club, dog, you gotta have that denim fucking drip, son. I never. You gotta have that shit, and it's all gotta match. Fat farm shirt, fat farm I, fucking jacket, fat farm drip, jeans. I don't even know what drip means. With the Adidas fucking shell toes, homie. I don't know
1: what the concept <laughs> con- concept of drip means. Your
0: drip is like your swag, dude. It's like how you're vibing.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've never been a fan of denim tops.
0: I wouldn't rock a whole denim outfit now, bro. There's no way. I mean, But when I was in my 20s... Molly Percocet. I can turn it up. Who is this? Future. Molly Percocet. This is a pretty good beat, though. <laughs> that flute sample. I like when fucking hip-hop samples flutes, dude. <laughs> Yeah, flute's awesome. Like, Beastie Boys have got a great fucking flute sample song.
1: Flute Loop's amazing.
0: <laughs> right? That's one of my favorite songs.
1: It is amazing.
0: It's funny because it's an upbeat flute song, you know, so it's like.
1: It's a what song? It's
0: upbeat, you know. That's a liability. It's a guy. adrenaline. My daughter turned me out this song, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm so anti-farmy, though. What's, what's, what's his point, do you think? What's he talking about? You
0: know about? Who Molly is, right? Yeah, I know. Molly. To see. Percocet. It's about fucking getting wasted and fucking. Picking. He's basically
1: rapping about. This yeah. is the song about what happens when you, when you roll the two things together.
0: It's just about getting high, bro. On both?
1: Yeah. At the same time. Yeah.
0: But the lyrics don't talk about that. That's just the chorus. Yeah, the, the, the lyrics l- don't have any meaning. He's just saying. The lyrics words. probably do. He's about just saying about it. words, bro. Yeah, but my gelatin drank from Methuselah. You know, What's that, Yeah. Party <laughs> in Vegas. We was in the attendance. Let's go. Let's go. It's rapping about sunglasses. <laughs> Swift off uh, place swish. So no no we 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 he's not we saying anything. Right? It's, it's just a good beat play. and a catchy and hook. Molly said. <laughs> Percocet. Percocet.
1: So he basically, so far, what I've gotten out of this bumping groove with a killer flute loop and a great beat and a great flow to his rap. Yeah. So far, I've gotten I'm fucked up. Molly and Percocet, <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to rob a bank because I'm just sitting here fucked up with Molly and Percocet, and I want to fuck a bitch.
0: Is that uh, music to listen to when you're on lean? Is you're it's all fucked a, up?
1: It's great atmosphere to a um, non-advisable scenario.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I probably have taken Molly and Percocet before. I wouldn't recommend it. I've taken a lot of Percocet. I would not recommend that. You know when I'll
1: do Molly? Yeah. When it's actually... I feel like I'm a goddamn legal therapist. So see what you, you should are. be able to. I'll try it. And that's it.
0: I believe you should be able I'll
1: to. Wait. I'll wait for that.
0: Did you ever do ecstasy?
1: That's what Molly is.
0: I know, but I'm just saying... I mean... Ecstasy was a little different.
1: I... Once or twice... You know how you said, like, uh, I just feel normal on pills of a certain variety. <laughs> well, I'm already a maniac. So yeah. when I take that shit... Like,
0: Levels I, you out?
1: I don't feel anything, really. I'm like, what's everyone so fucking freaking out about this shit
0: Because it opens up your fucking... What do you call it? Your emotional cortex or whatever.
1: Maybe I didn't have MDMA. Maybe I had just fucking some shitty Jersey Beach fucking... I remember
0: coaching. taking... Uh, ecstasy was different than Molly to me.
1: Yeah, they cut it. It's the... It's Israel and Italy uh, and their U.S. compatriots cutting the shit with whatever weird synthetic fucking money hustle shit.
0: Whatever. If I'm gonna do any type of hard drug, it's gonna be that.
1: Well, it was. It was like that in the nineties. Because I don't get
0: fucking. I don't get. I can't do anything anymore that gets me fucking beat up for days on end, bro. And I don't feel like that when I do Molly. And it's like, boom, it happens, and then it's over. You know, it's like, it doesn't kick I mean, my you ass. you a zombie for fucking, four four days. fucking yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't make me that. I do blow or fucking anything like that, bro. It fucking wrecks me for days.
1: Just all that whole world. Just have fun with it, not with Joel. I don't want <laughs> to. Just take care <laughs> of all your synthetic fucking man made shit. Whatever.
0: Don't be a hater. I am a hater of it.
1: Like, I'm not a hater of like anybody. You're being a real fucking hater right now. Anybody do whatever the fuck they want, but
0: we got the earth to save. We need that government oversight. We got the
1: earth to save, bro.
0: Good luck with that. It's not looking real good right now.
1: This is good. What is
0: this? It's called Midnight Mackin. Who's that? What's his name? I think his name is Redcoat. Yeah, Redcoat the Poet.
1: Is he new? It's good.
0: He's out of Chicago.
1: From what era is his music? Uh, you go. It could be anything from the 90s to now. This is this is like 2001 at the latest, I would guess.
0: No, it's later than that because the guy that is on the... It's, there's two guys with him. On the song, and they're both newer guys.
1: Got a little outcast.
0: That's Cap One. He's been around for a long time. That sample's fire, huh? (laughs) Oh, the the whole
1: production. The, The flow, the everything. This is really good.
0: It's time to unwind. Undress your mind. I haven't Cap 1 in a while. let see what fucking...
1: Where's Cap 1 about? What was he's, ca-
0: he's from... Uh, That's uh, a he's hip, from, he's that, from Chicago.
1: This is a hip hop song sample in this? No, no, no.
0: This is, this freak is Greg Almond. <laughs> yeah, this is
1: like, if there was a Mount Rushmore of Americana rock. <laughs>